Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. everyone doing welcome to another edition of the draft show here on grinders live it is friday and someone is either breaking into my house or there's lightning outside no clue doesn't matter i don't think they're gonna mess with me so i'm good we are going to be drafting some lineups today on draft if you haven't already signed up for it yet sign up using the promo code grinders or grinders 30 cannot remember at this moment i believe it's there's definitely drop in chat Anyways, we are going to be drafting lineups. If you're already on draft, you get to participate in the show. I'm going to be creating some live drafts. The promo code is Grinders, and you can join along. All you got to do is go over to the add button, top right corner, as you can see from my screen, and add me with my name right there, Genie for 7 Now you know how to spell it. It's also right above the video you are watching. But go ahead, get signed up. Follow me, and you will be able to join the drafts as the show goes along. I am joined here by my buddy, Bobby Fye. How are you doing over there? Good, man. Happy to be here with you. I'm excited about this slate. I like it a lot. Um, I think we're going to have some interesting uh, interesting takes. And yeah, I'm excited about this night. Going to go, I'm in the, in San Francisco, so going to go watch the, the Warriors game tonight. Ready for a big sports uh, sports day. 
good sports day. It's a good sports day. I'm right there with you. It's going to be fun. Um, guys, we have a promo here. If you like horse betting, then guess what? We have something special for you. You can sign up using our link and promo code maybe. I don't know. Devin will drop the specifics into chat. But if you don't already have a TVG account, sign up and a free $100 bonus. You deposit $100, you bet $100, you get $100. It's that simple. Plus, we'll be having prizes, free premium RG shirts, plus hats. Devin is dropping the link in the chat right now as we speak. Check it out, but it's super simple. If you want to have some action on this race, which is always fun to do. By the way, watching horse racing for a few hours on Saturday morning, great way to pregame for the night. Great way to get a little sweat going and great way to have some fun with this promo. There's almost no chance of losing. Maybe, I don't know. Don't don't quote me on that. But we've got a fun little baseball slate. Let's get away from these horse races and talk about the slate a little bit. First, I'm going to create a draft. Um, I have an iPhone now. I do not remember how to do this. Um, create draft. Boom. I figured it out. And we are going to make it baseball. We're going to make it a 10-man. We're going to do it for the full slate here. Next, boom, field, 10-man, $5, not creating. You ready to hop on in? Hold on. Give me one second. Give me oh, one darn second. it, Bobby. You're supposed to be ready here. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm, I'm... All right. Creating in three, two, one. Creating, and it's up. Draft has been created. 509 invites sent. Man, I feel like I have a lot of friends with this draft app. <laughs> but we got a super exciting slate before we get to the draft overview let's get to the regular overview pitching super interesting on the slate Degrom is way too underpriced gonna have a ridiculous amount of ownership you and me talked before the show you've got a lot of interest in Degrom you've got a lot of Degrom are you going with that much Degrom it's I mean on DraftKings I'm having a hard time like I, I really do – I'm having a hard time not playing him, basically. I think there's plenty of ways to go for pitching, and he's going to be – have a lot of ownership. Obviously, we'll know more as the day goes on exactly how high. But um, it's hard, man. It's I mean, on, on FanDuel, I still think, like, playing Cole makes the most sense. But it really depends. It's really site-specific. He's obviously not the number one pitcher, but just point per dollar, like, it's hard to resist that price. Yeah, no, it's incredibly hard to resist that price on f sites like Fantasy Draft. He's going to be 65% owned would be my guess. On sites like DK, he's going to be high 40s, mid 40s. People are going to have way too much trouble getting away from him. But I don't think it's a great spot for him. Yes, he is playing Coors or playing the Rockies away from Coors, but he is not the same pitcher versus lefties as he is versus righties. He's walking more. He's getting worse or slightly better ground balls but same hard contact and not nearly the case he's not an elite pitcher versus lefties he's just a good pitcher versus lefties and we're gonna have two four six of them in the lineup i guess a decent pitcher's ballpark but i think he gets more likely to get shelled than his ownership would appear to be so i think i might have a full-on tournament fade while playing him in cash of course but I don't think it's the right move to play him in tournaments. I think you could do it. Depends on who your other pitcher is. I mean, the guys I'm using them with aren't necessarily going to be owned at all. So I sort of want to wait to see where that one goes. Um, Cause I'm definitely like, you know, going to take some shots on some other guys who are just going to have zero ownership with them. And I think my stacks are going to come in fairly low on. So I don't really mind using him in tournaments. Um, that's sort of where I'm at. I hear your points about the lefties. It's like when you're measuring him versus Heaney, but then Heaney's also going to have probably half the ownership that he does. Um, 
I think it's interesting just to pay out, pay way down and pay way up if you want to. I don't mind like I have a lineup that I like with Kershaw and Cole, which I think actually has more upside than people think. Kershaw just absolutely annihilates the San Francisco lineup. Um, you know, there's a lot of ways to go pitching wise. So I certainly don't think that it's like, you know, you have to play him, but I just, that price makes it hard. And, you know, if he has a DeGrom type of game, it's going to be hard to fade him and win anything. Keep hearing thunder or someone around him. I have still not entirely sure, but I'm right there with you. Kirsch does have some upside. I mean, it's all about limiting damage and granted, that's not really something many people can do, but Kershaw is absolutely the person who can do it. And the giants are absolutely a team that he can do it against being played over in San Francisco not fantastic hitting weather like it never is fantastic hitting weather. And you're a mile away, so you would know that. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I think Kirsch is not a terrible play. Honestly, the upside pitchers that I'm going with are pretty darn strange. Um, Domingo German, he, I mean, I get his pitch count, but he's going up against an extremely lefty-heavy lineup here. You pull up plate IQ and you look at his numbers, and his numbers versus lefties – don't go back all the way to the beginning of last year. Go back to the beginning of this year, and you kind of see that he's going ex- a lot higher strikeouts, a lot high- lower walks, and just more hard contact line drives, fly balls versus lefties than he is versus righties. They're not going to be able to work the count nearly as much. Bowers, Nick, Nyquin, Martin, all of them are guys that are not going to increase his pitch count too much. So the 90 90- – 90 pitch pitch count that he's actually on is really not going to have a huge effect on his potential upside here. K's aren't fantastic in this line, but he's a good enough guy with a 14% swing strike rate. He's changed up his pitch type or pitch whatever versus lefties so far this season, not throwing nearly enough sinkers. So the ground balls are gone, but the strikeups are up. And in all honesty, like it just gives him more volatility here. So the upside is, pretty drastic in this lineup i think that uh german could be one of the highest scoring pitchers on the slate yeah i i think it's an interesting uh i mean I, maybe i'll throw him in the lineup or two i really don't have him on my radar i'm keeping i, I don't have like a ton of pitchers that i'm using but i am playing like I, I like the other guys enough to where i don't find myself needing to try and fit him in personally but i definitely get it um it's it, it's a totally like if you find your life if you're playing like a brewer stack or something and it's going to be pretty chalky like you can play him over you know over one of the other guys and just hope he outscores them i just personally don't love it for him i'm curious to see what you know we don't have umpire information yet it'd be nice to see that um i still think this cleveland offense can you know is a little bit better than what they've shown i know that it hasn't proved me right every day i'm sorry i'm making my pick here um i'm making a i'm sort of gonna make my stack and who i like the most tonight pretty obvious um not necessarily that I'm going to, even as a full stack, like a three and a four man, I just feel like they're going to be, I'm going to have a ton of exposure to the Blue Jays everywhere. Yeah, no, I don't mind that at all. I was looking into the numbers for Kelly and bit worse versus lefties gives up a decent amount of hard contact and fly balls. I, I honestly really, really like that. Um, Vlad can hit anyone out of the ballpark just very clearly he can hit the ball hard and he's a very talented guy kelly not that great versus righties or lefties but his lefty numbers are due for some extreme negative regression in my opinion here he doesn't strike out guys he walks them at a decent enough clip but giving up a bunch of line drives which should actually turn into fly balls looking at his pitch type i really really like kelly to get blown up here by the blue jays and gritchick is too cheap tellis has too much power bgio is too cheap 
a full five-man stack isn't a problem for me at all. Um, so I'm right there with you. Guys, any questions that you have, go ahead and throw them into chat. We'll be answering them throughout the show if you're over on YouTube. Thanks for watching. Like and subscribe. And go ahead and leave any questions you have over there. Devin will try and get them over here whenever they come along. And we'll get them answered because we have too much free time between picks here. So, uh, yeah, right there with you with Toronto. What other stacks are you looking at? Because there are some interesting ones today because everyone's going to be all over these Brewers going up against Rookie. Yeah, I mean, I like the Brewers too, but I feel like if you play enough other, you know, you mix it around. I'm not actually that, you know, crazy worried about ownership outside the Brewers. And even them, it's not going to be like, you know, we're not talking about like 25% for everybody. So it's not crazy. Uh, got, you know, I, I don't think I'm going to stack Oakland fully very much, but I do like, maybe I will once or twice, but I like, you know, Olsen, especially, um, he stands out as one of my top plays. I, I don't mind pairing him and Davis. It's a weird slate because I don't really love a ton of full, like four or five man stacks. Um, that's why I find myself even more on, on the Blue Jays side of things tonight. I'm, I'm sort of like playing them with some other, you know, with different variations of the Brewer stack mostly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shoot, I'm losing my pick here. Uh, I almost distracted you. <laughs> uh, you did. Uh, anyway, I'll take People you asking about Lance, Lynn, yay or nay, I'm on nay. Uh, honestly, I think there's too many other pitchers in that same price range who can drastically outscore them. This Oakland team is not really a high upside team, especially going away from home. A lot of their numbers, like their Woba, their ISO, is played half at home, so it's better than it appears Olsen can easily hit the ball out of the ballpark. I get that there's not many lefties in here, and Lynn has been fantastic for upside against righties, but it's just not worth it to me at all. So I'm probably on the full-on fade with Lynn. I would rather go with a guy like Male, but cheaper, or Heaney. You, I don't think anybody's playing Lynn, right? I don't think anybody's No one is. Yeah. No one is, but I'm – also, I mean, it's being played in Texas. Again, yeah, I'm not, I'm not interested in Lynn at all. Yeah, the interesting thing is, what do you think about Heaney today? Obviously, just two starts. Crushed it. People might be on it. I'm not sure. I'm waiting to see what ownership is. Um, but I, I am really liking what I see from him here. He's just been pounding just sinker slider all year long, and that's pretty much it. Rarely throwing his changeup. But huge whiff rate on both those pitches going all the way back to last year. And he's getting some ground balls, not giving up. a. He's given up a lot of hard contact. That's what's going to happen when you're throwing just two pitches. But you guess wrong, and it's a strike. And his swinging strike rate's up around 20%. Downside and upside are both there, but I think there's more upside than people realize. Yeah, I think that he's going to be pretty popular. I think, I think that, I mean, he was doing this in the minor leagues, too. I think that he's the guy like with the crazy K upside. Uh, I would pay, take him over your German, um, Herman, over whatever. You know, that's just where I'm at. But uh, I think that he's also going to be a lot more popular. So if you want to, you know, play a little bit of a different theory, I really do like uh, he need uh, in this matchup. And I also don't, I don't mind if you want to take like a shot. Some of the bats are cheap against him across DFS. If you want to play Encarnacion or something, just a lot of good first baseman and stuff. Uh, maybe on fantasy draft over there, but if you weren't playing Heaney, but uh, yeah, definitely he is one of the guys, uh, on my list he's one of the guys i'll probably have a little be over the field on yeah yeah i don't mind that at all i am going to be way over the field uh other guys that i want to talk about Male been good this season not the greatest ballpark not the greatest matchup but the k upside is there obviously better versus righties than lefties and there's only two real power lefties in this lineup 
you're going to be playing him at a way too cheap price tag. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I definitely think he's like the guy who no one's playing that I definitely have interest in. So I like that you mentioned him. Um, he's one of those guys that has been a lot better than I feel like people realize. And definitely a guy who's, you know, on my list tonight. I don't know how much I'll have of him yet, but I'll definitely be well ahead of the field. Yeah. All right. Let's see other pitchers. I want to talk about Homer Bailey, cheapest guy on the entire slate, White Sox team that strikes out at the highest clip on the slate recently. Bailey, we worry about walks. Not many walks in this lineup here. Better versus lefties than righties. And, I mean, there's not a whole lot of lefties in this lineup. But, well, no, it looks like they're going to roll out five today. But even the righties in this lineup, striking out a huge clip. We worry about home runs here. We worry about walks. Walks are less worried, but home runs are absolutely there. It's being played over in Kauffman. Not fantastic hitting conditions over in Kauffman today. I'm still going super heavy on Bailey today just because of the way it makes lineup construction go. I don't think he's going to be terribly high-owned. People are not going all over the pitchers against the White Sox as they used to be. What do you think about Homer? Yeah, I'm going to be well ahead of the field on him as well. It can do it makes you do whatever you want. I also think that there's enough upside to, to totally justify this. I mean, he's, he's 4,500. This is ridiculous. Um, and it's weird. I, I kind of like the idea of doing sort of something a little bit different and, and trying to play him with another, um, you know, maybe maybe with a, a Woodruff or a Molly or somebody like that rather than paying playing him with either DeGrom or Garrett Cole, which is what people will do who do play him. Um, really allows you for a different lineup build if you do that. And if you can get 20, you know, 45 from your two pitchers and your hitters go off, I mean, that's, that's a, uh, definitely a different build than people are going to be able to have. Yeah. Someone's asking me what are my favorite props are tonight. have not looked into it yet. I've been diving deep into pitching so far on the slate, and that's really all I've had to do, which obviously that correlates well to bats. But, uh, yeah, just been looking at pitching mostly. I don't even want to break down these teams. I just want to keep drafting. So I'm going to create another one here. MLB, should we do a pitchers only draft because we can do what we want? Can you do pitchers only? I mean, that's only like how many? It's weird. Let's do, let's do hitters. All right, let's do a hit. Oh, oh, I just randomly created one. Don't know what I created. It's a five man draft. Hurry up and hop okay. in. Ah, I'm going to miss it. Oh, I fudged up. Not I me. fudged up super bad. I don't know what, I don't know what this what is. What is this one? It's a five man. I don't know. Pitcher. It's a pitcher one. Is it? I don't think it is. I see only pitchers. Oh, no, it's not. It's everyone. Yeah. Oh, eggs on your face there. Well, <laughs> we got five people in here. This draft will go quickly, and we can actually talk about some draft strategy. Haven't looked into the 10-mans as much as I have the five-mans and four-mans, because I think five-man drafts, you can stack a whole lot easier. 10-mans a little bit tough outside of your, of course, Blue Jay stack, but you want to stack with a huge amount of upside one that is going to be probably highly owned in DFS. In my opinion, the ones you want to stack for draft are going to be the Red Sox, the Rays, and the Brewers. Um, those are the top three stacks on the slate for draft. If you really want to, you can go to Angels. But outside of Trout and Otani, it's not fantastic. So I'm, I'm going to try and stack one of those teams. We'll see what happens here. It's going to be super interesting. We got some Q cues you, you mentioned the rays and i like them too potentially but i think that also as a contrarian play like i don't mind rick porcello at this price i know it sounds gross but there is enough k's for him to justify it like at 7100 we've seen him out of the blue just have monster performances where it doesn't make sense 
I don't think like he's a guy I keep on my tournament radar because he's still like a decent enough pitcher most of the time. He's not going to kill you. And then there is that upside that he can flash. So I, I, I'm willing to take a shot there tonight with him. You know what? That's fair. That is fair, my friend. Um, you got a draft. Oh, I thought I did. I'm trying to. Oh, no, no, I can't. No, I can't. Um, no, no, no. I'm trying to draft right now. Yeah, you're getting cold because you, you you waited I too long. Literally, was sitting on Christian Yelich trying to click draft, and it for some oh, because I'd already starred Cole. I already put a star next to Cole, I guess. Yeah, that's a little rough, but you know what? Things happen. Um, let's see. What do you think about Didi tonight coming on coming on back from the IL? I'm not gonna play him, but I actually actually might consider playing him just because of the, how like I don't like love a lot of the shortstops tonight. Um, so yeah, I think I I would consider him. Yeah. All right. Would you play anyone versus the or anyone the Padres going up against Fed? Again, sorry, who did you say? Any of the Padres? Padres. Yeah, I, like, I, I, I think Machado, uh, Tatis, and Reyes would be the guys I would sort of focus on, but not really. Uh, that's just sort of where I'm at. Yeah, um, I'm kind of going to go heavy on Padres or heavier um, than a lot of people are. JD not playing today. He's not starting versus the Rays. Oh, yeah. I, I that, that kind of makes things. Where's. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. What's happening, Grant? Dead uh, air. I didn't set my pre draft rankings because I didn't want people to know what I was doing completely. So I, 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 I just fudged up. I just fudged up. Any case, doesn't matter. Um, But yeah, Padres going up against Betty. Uh, He's just not very good. He throws a lot of strikes versus righties. And granted, he gets ground balls. But this Padres team, I mean, if they're putting the ball in play, what we're really worried about is strikeouts. And looking at the strikeout rates for these righties with power in the lineup, 29% for Tatis, 27% for Reyes, 21% for Machado, 32% for Renfro, 29% for uh, Hedges. All these guys have massive hard hit rates. A lot of them have decent fly ball rates. Betty just giving up a decent amount of hard contact and not striking out anyone. Oh, boy, could they just destroy him today. Even though it's not a great ballpark, they oh – man, I, I'm just getting super excited about these Padres today. I was on them a lot last night. Thought it was going to go great. They were my number one owned stack against Corbin, and they came in at low ownership. And they got a bunch of base runners and then just left, what, 10 guys on base throughout the game? It was not fantastic, but it could work out better this time. Yep. Um, we got a YouTube question about Homer, but we I think we sort of answered that one. Yeah, we like Homer Bailey for sure. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Now I have to figure out what I'm going to do. Um, yeah, really wish I would have set my rankings. Um Grant, come on. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm literally up right now. I'm going as quickly as I can. All right. No, no. I mean, I mean, we got to keep talking about something here. Uh, well, you go ahead and talk. I'm drafting. All right. All right. All right. Now I'm done drafting. Now we can talk. All right. Let's talk about some other things. Philly stack as a contrarian stack. Decent ballpark. Male is going to have a good amount of ownership. Nothing too high, but still a good amount of ownership just based off his numbers here. Um a lot worse versus lefties. There's not a huge amount of power outside. Of, well, there's a good amount of power, but not good enough. I don't – it's it's an all right contrarian stack. Anything can happen. He's been much worse versus lefties, and he shut down righties. 
So outside of Harper, Bruce, Hoskins, and Hernandez, I don't know if there's too many guys I really want to go with here. Do you do you like the Philly stack? I don't like the stack, but I don't mind. Like it's just not a, a priority for me. I never really mind them as a stack, but I, it's not where I'm going uh, to spend up tonight. So it's just only because I, I like other spots a little bit better and I like other hitting things. I just don't really like want to pick on Molly. I don't think is that bad, but it's, it's like, it's fine. I just, I'm not excited by it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. I mean, Harper is a fine play. It's just anytime you get an extreme splits guy going up against a lineup with majority, the bat, the handedness that he's good against, it doesn't really like, it's not horribly conducive to a big outing for that stack. So I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm probably staying away quite a bit. Uh, yeah, I mean, let's see. Reese is too cheap and it'll be unowned. I mean, they're all going to, like, mostly going to be unowned other than maybe Harper. I mean, like, Reese is the greatest hitter of all time, so you can always, always roster him 100%. Squeeze, squeeze that one in there. Huh? I was waiting for you to squeeze that one in there. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, would you do a Moose, Shaw, Yelich stack? So looking at Rookie Davis, looking at his pitch type, looking at how he's done, we don't have a massive sample size of him in the majors, but over the six implied team total here, he is worse versus lefties just based on his pitch type. His slider is his out pitch, and so is his fastball. That is a lot better for lefties to hit. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. What happened? Did I lose joined up me? Devin, tell me if I lost joined up me. Well, eggs on my face here, guys. I don't know why my screen just went dark. Um, apparently, I was not paying attention long enough. Start broadcast. Three, two, one, and we're back. Boom, boom. And I'm back in another draft here. Standard. Nope, we're not doing standard. We're doing hitters only. We're going to create a hitters only draft here. I'm doing eight, man. Bobby, you ready to get in? Yes, I am. Create in three, two, one. And I am creating any other Trout or Yelich. Both are fantastic players. I just answered that one in there, yeah. I said that I I, I think that that, that, uh, Trout's going to be lower owned, so maybe he's the better tournament play. Oh, we got Devo in here, about to destroy him. Is he going to be lower owned? Uh, Yelich will be higher owned. The higher implied yeah. total. Trout is still very good, but Yelich is someone. They're that... both going to be highly owned, so I guess you can. Yeah, yeah I think that you know Trout, Yelich will be a little bit higher, and Trout's a little bit cheaper, so you could say Trout's a better tournament play, I guess. Um. Yeah. No. The better better guy to go with is Meadows. All right. He's not going to be heavily owned. Um. I've been playing him too. And he, nobody's been on him, but I, and I like it. I just, tonight I'm just dialed into my guys. Yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah, don't worry. We'll get a pitcher's only draft in after this just to make you, you, you people in chat happy. Um, disappointed this wasn't a pitcher's only. Yeah, it's all right, me, Mr. Mean Mode. We got one. We saved that for the end of the show because it's the most ridiculous one, especially if we do a six man <laughs> and two people are stuck with relief pitchers. That's always fun. Um, yeah, thoughts on Conforto. Conforto is playing in not great park, but Sensatella is not very good. Conforto been doing well lately, has some power, can still take it out of the park. What do you think about Conforto? I'm not playing him, but I completely am fine with it. Like, you know, it's just it's just a matter of prioritizing on these giant slates, and I just don't find myself looking that direction. The Mets have been have been hot, like it's just, I, I, there's a lot of outfielders that I like, and he is not one of them. He's not one of the ones who, who I would take over the other ones, I should say. 
Yeah, that's fair. I don't mind that. You're, you're a smart guy. I like what you're saying. I'm catching what you're throwing. Um, I'm actually sandwiching you in this draft. I got the seventh pick. You got the eighth pick. So we're going to control the entire last four picks of each round. So good for us. Uh, any other questions, guys, go ahead and drop them in chat. Let's talk about some things we have not talked about yet. Matt Boyd, super priced up, going against the Twins. Twins have a whole lot of power, can destroy absolutely anyone, but Boyd has one of the highest K rates on the entire slate. Going to be super interesting who actually ends up playing him. I don't think he draws too much ownership because people are automatically going to pivot to DeGrom just because of his cheap price tag. But Boyd has more upside than DeGrom. He has way more downside, but he has more upside. I don't think he has more upside. I can't. I don't think you can take just DeGrom's current sample. Like, it's, it's still – he still has upside. Like, it's not like we, you know, just because he hasn't flashed it just recently doesn't mean it's not there. I'm not talking about just his current uh, sample size. Going all the way back to last year, he's been a lot worse versus lefties than he has versus righties. He's an elite, elite pitcher, but um, just the way he pitches, he's pitching more to contact and pitching more to ground balls versus lefties than he is versus righties. And there's too many of them in here. While Boyd can strike out, he's inside the plate. Great. He has fantastic Oh, need to pick. He has a fantastic slider here, and that's his out pitch. It can get hit hard, but it can make a whole lot of guys whiff. I I think that there is just as much, if not more, upside with Boyd. Plus, they're going to give him a longer leash just because their bullpen's horrible. It's interesting. I mean, I guess you, that's a good point uh, about the leash, but yeah. I mean, okay. I mean, I'm open to that. Yeah, um, let's see. Favorite three outfielders. Um, I don't have a favorite three. I mean, we can just go Meadows, Trout, Yelich. I haven't looked as much into off-the-board guys. I think Franmill and Renfro are two fantastic plays that are going to draw low ownership. Easily, both of them can hit the ball out of the park because of how many just strikes that Fetty's going to be throwing. Outside of them, I don't like any – or I don't mind any of the power bats over in – we haven't talked about the Royals. Nova's horrible. Nova's absolutely awful. That uh, White Sox bullpen is not good either. There is some power in this Royals lineup here. Are you on the Royals at all today? Yeah, I am. Um, I'm not like going crazy with them, but I do. I will have a stack or two. I, I think that there's but both sides of that game. Um, you can make an argument. I mean, we like Bailey, but I don't mind, you know, a little mini White Sox stack on the other side of it. And I'm certainly going to be playing guys like Eloy Jimenez, who are really cheap on DraftKings um, at 3,300. Uh, but I, I like the Royals. It's just the, the pricing. There's just other players I prefer at the same price point. So it makes it tricky, but that's what makes it tricky for everyone. So, um, you know, I do, I do want to mention one stack that I just think no one's really on. I haven't heard anyone talk about this really in uh, Houston. I, I, you can do it cheap. You can do it a lot of different ways. There's only one player that's going to have any ownership, I think, and that's Bregman. Um, that's a really, really interesting stack that I that I haven't even probably dedicated enough to. Um, I'm probably a little further into that one. I, I think love they're that going to draw some ownership. Um, I don't know how. I really don't. Like, I, maybe you'll get, like, what do you think? Fisher's going to get 5%? Fisher's a little bit too tricky. I guess it depends on your side. I don't know over on Yahoo. I think he's 9 bucks. And, but like Guriel's cheap, Reddick's not expensive. Torinos is a good power hitting catcher. So people are fine with stacking it. Bregman's obviously a fantastic play, but you know, is not a bad pitcher. He's really not. He's been a lot better than people realize. He's just gotten unlucky. I get this Baltimore bullpen. The is, bullpen is awful. 
Yeah, it, it is. But there's a lot of bad bullpens out there today. Um, so I... But Honestly, how is it Noah going to last long against a lineup this pay? Like, I just don't get, I don't think you're seeing, I think you're seeing. They're not I, as patient without Altuve, without Correa. Um, even, it's, even still, like, if you just took the run total and the pricing of the players, like, it just seems like they're going to be way too low on, including Bregman, by the way. I don't, I don't think anyone makes 7%. That's my prediction. Maybe Torinos. That's the only one. Yeah, and this isn't as patient of a lineup. They have Mayfield in there. They'll have Marisnik in there. They'll have Kemp in there. They'll have Reddick and Guriel who don't walk at huge clips. It's not nearly as patient. It's not the same lineup that we're used to here. Um, I, I don't know. Everyone always goes with like, oh, Houston has a high implied total. They always have a high implied total. It doesn't matter what their lineup is. They have a high implied total. But it's not really the stackable type without these guys, Springer, Correa, Altuve in there. This is a hodgepodge of other bats here that are all decent. But it's not in a great ballpark. Michael Brantley's really cheap. I mean, 4700 is cheap. It's not really cheap. I mean, there's... For him? That's incredibly cheap. Like, I mean, he's more expensive than Betts or Benintendi. So it's a little bit tough. It's, it's not a bad price for him considering the bullpen. And, you know, is a bit worse versus left or he's a bit better versus righties and lefties, which doesn't help out. Still giving up lots of hard contact and fly balls, so the upside is there, but Houston's not really the greatest ballpark in the world. I don't know. I I am I'm I'm probably staying away from Houston. I understand it just I think they're gonna draw more ownership than other bats like Tampa Bay or the Royals, I think are gonna draw way less ownership than Houston. So I'd rather go with those bats where there's potentially more upside than there is with Houston in terms of fantasy. Yeah, I think when you talk about those, actually, I, I think Tampa, Tampa Bay overall, I think probably ends up probably about the same being completely unowned. But, you know, uh, they're, 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 these ownerships we're talking about are all going to be in this tiny, insignificant, not minuscule range. Like none of these teams are going to have any ownership to where if they do hit, you're going to have a chance. Like you're talking about like literally none of these guys are projected. I know it's early in the day, but at even 5%. Yeah, and I think things will change. They're not projected at 5% because there's a few teams that are going to take the drastic amount of ownership. Uh, They want us to repeat top three outfielders. I mean, we don't have a top three outfielders. There's Trout, who's very obviously one of the best plays, and Yelich, who's very obviously one of the best plays. If you can fit them both in cash, do it, but I really doubt you're going to be able to. You're probably going to need some value. Mookie's underpriced here. Davis is underpriced here. Harper is in a great matchup versus Molle, who's a not it's pretty extreme split pitcher. So those are the guys you can go with. One of the the two off the board picks that I really like are going to be Grichik and Castellanos. Pineda has been terrible versus righties here, and Castellanos is too cheap. Grichik going up against Kelly. I prefer lefties, but he's not good versus righties either. So. Those are the guys that I would generally go with if you want to go a little bit off the board here. I need to make a pick. I'm going with the greatest hitter of all time, Reese's Pieces. And I've got a full Tampa stack here on this five-man with Reese Hoskins here. Boom, I nailed it. I'm going to win. Game over. <laughs> I am not. I can't say I love my team there, but I like I like your points there um, about the outfielders. I just want to mention real quickly, like, I like Lorenzo Cain a lot. I think he's too cheap. Um, I like, I think you can play BGO at second base or the outfield. I really like BGO tonight. I like the whole Blue Jays. I love Gritchick, like you mentioned. I think Brantley's too cheap. I love, obviously, Trout and, and, and um, uh, Yelich are the two top overall just, like, plays. 
but everybody, I mean, there's a lot of really, really good cheap plays. Like even like Chris Davis with the K at 3,900 is just way too cheap. I don't care if, you know, Lance Lynn has been good against righties. It's not like he's been never given up a home run to a righty. Um, there's a, there, I mean, there's, there's plenty of guys in that 34 to 4k range or 44 range. Uh, the other guy who's going to be the most popular who we didn't mention is Mookie Betts um, at 4,400. You ready for the draft, by the way? It's really hard not to play him, uh, but yeah, go ahead. All right, creating in three, two, one, create. Pitchers only. Boom, we're doing it. Uh, off the board, people. Nelson Cruz, by the way. That's another one. I don't know if it's that off the board. He's cheap and he has power going up against a lefty. If you remember Cheese's wonderful voice, always play Nelson Cruz versus a lefty. Um, Nicky Lopez, you want to play him? Um, He's batting seventh, FYI. I don't want to play Nicky Lopez particularly. I'm okay. Like it's fine. And if he, if he just happens to fit, I'm not like trying to get him in. He's not a bad player. He doesn't have a huge amount of power, but he has some speed. Nova's not a good pitcher. He throws strikes, but Nicky Lopez holding runners on as far as I remember. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I mean, it's more about the uh, Chicago bullpen. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. It's favorite donut or don't, Donut. Why are you why are you spelling it two different ways? I didn't know it could be spelled two different You're ways. You're confusing us, Britt. You're confusing us. What is your favorite donut? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. What's yours? Uh, let me think for a second. What what is yours? Maple bar. I'm a real basic bee. I love a good maple bar. Now I'm craving a maple bar. Maybe I should have eaten already today. Maybe I should have showered already today. I don't know. <laughs> uh I, I'm I like I like maple bars. Uh, you know what's funny? As I got older, I started get, oh wait, I gotta pick, make another pick. Wait, I thought I did. Um, as I get older, I start I started liking like different ones. Like I like apple, the apple fritter things, which I didn't used to like, which is weird. Um, and I like I used to love jelly donuts, just simple basic jelly. Um, and then I like the old fashions a little bit. Yeah, you know what's a real problem? I can't eat cream filled donuts anymore because it, it gets stuck in my beard and it looks like something that I don't want it to look like. As we were talking, Grant, I just put one of my, I put, I put Castellanos and Lopez into the same lineup because it happened to work out. Nice. Oh man. Can't believe Kirsch went before DeGrom, but you know what? Teach their own. Uh, oh, it's oh, oh, no, that's a good play. No, Kirsch, you should, you should play over DeGrom for the same price. Cause after all you said about DeGrom without the upside, like, our issue with Kershaw is his upside versus price. If Kershaw was the same price as DeGrom tonight, that's a really interesting conversation because Kershaw certainly has, you know, been basically better and actually had a bigger game than DeGrom's had this year. And he's been more consistent. So I think Kershaw is the better play over DeGrom if they were the same price. You know what? The only reason I'm fading DeGrom is because of ownership. Uh, Tyler Nyquin to finish out your lineups. No, no, no. Uh, again, what's his name is way better. I mean, I guess he gives up, does give up some hard contact, but the bullpen's good for the Yankees. Nyquin's batting ninth. He's, I get that he's 3K. Yeah, I don't even understand how we have a conversation about Tyler Nyquin on this. If he hits three home runs, it will change my opinion. Not it, the wrong play. Do not play it. He's 3K is the thing. Um, I'm going to scroll on down to 3K players, and Juan Lagares going up against Sensatella is the better play at 2.4K. What's that? What is that? That doesn't say much, though, does it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
Like normally, don't want that 3K. Just just do yourself a favor in the outfield today. I, until we hear about anything else, unless you're going to pay down for like a guy like Harold Castro because he's 2300, there's really no reason not. To, and even then, you should probably be playing him at second base because there's enough guys between 34 and 4K. You just got to find a way to get that extra few hundred. And, and you know, unless anything else changes, I can't see anybody below 3400 getting in my lineups other than Castro. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to look. Uh, Jimenez, Jimenez at 3.3k. He's, he's the he's yeah oh yeah he's the best he's the he's the best low, low go down one actually sorry. Oh yeah, he's by far the best. Uh, Chris Taylor at four three four isn't terrible. Biggio, Biggio is a Biggio. good one. Biggio is the one, yeah. And um, then you've got you've got Castellanos at 36, and then you go up to Grichik at 38, and then you've got 39 for Davis. Just keep it in that that range gives you all the upside that you need. Yeah, yeah, no, just don't. Don't throw someone in just to throw them in because they're cheap. Naquin, worse spot than most of the other guys on the slate, and he's batting ninth, and he's not that great. Yeah, just don't 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 make bad choices, guys. It's, it's that simple. Don't make bad choices. Right, um, they want they want either each of our choices, each each of our opinions on Heaney's upside. I love it. It's massive. It's through the roof. His downside is there too, but Mariners are one of the highest K lineups in the entire league versus lefties here. If Vogelbach makes it into the lineup, that's even more Ks, but there's Ks all the way up and down the lineup. Heaney is just throwing a mix of pretty much two pitches. His off-speed pitch that has a 60% whiff rate and his sinker, which can induce ground balls and also has a whiff rate. All the players have to do is, oh gosh, I gotta go. I gotta, I gotta draft someone drew pomeranz it is i'm not happy about that but look at this seattle lineup and how many strikeouts are in there the only guy i'm worried about is incarnacion but everyone k's at just the largest rate in the world versus lefties and Heaney's at a 40 percent k rate on the season i know it's only through two starts but look at his numbers last year and just going strictly off of his numbers last year they're good enough he has not to mention in the minor leagues he was striking out like over two guys in inning even in his brief little comeback yeah, so he, uh, I mean, uh, just, he is going to destroy. He might be the highest scoring pitcher on the entire slate. He, here's the, well, I'll, I'll give you my anti-take for Heaney and even my argument on a small slate why I would stack Seattle, but I'm not going to here. But go ahead, keep going. No, no, that was pretty much the end of it. And I understand stacking Seattle. He does give up a ton of hard contact and fly balls. It's going to be a home run or a strikeout. It's kind of similar to Freddy Peralta. Not a whole lot of different pitch types, but the pitches he does throw are go for strikes, so... The upside is huge and the downside is huge. I wouldn't go all in, but in GBPs, that makes a perfect play. Yeah, um, I think that it's uh, – and also, like, the thing with the Heaney, like, I, I don't have the numbers to back it up because I haven't dug into this as far as I want to, but I I really am curious. You know, I've been I've watched a lot of pitchers second – either in back-to-back starts or in the third start against a team in the season, and this is a back-to-back start against a, an offense that at least has pop. It does worry me. I think it lessens the strikeout upside, if nothing else, because they'll try and attack earlier in the count is my guess. But, you know, probably more hard contact. You probably will see a bomb in that game. I, I mean, look, he can, he can still have the upside. I just I always feel wary of those back to back outings against the same team. Yeah, no, I understand that entirely. And it, especially with a two pitch guy like that. But I don't care. I don't care. The upside is massive here. It's in a better Harris ballpark than it was over in Seattle, but it uh, does not matter to me. Uh, he's going to come in at low ownership because it's a I'm going to mix and match. Let's see. Let me look at all the pitchers again. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head all the pitchers that are in DeGrom's range. Like, so German, Heaney, both have just as much upside as DeGrom. 
in all honesty, in this matchup. And they're going to come in a third, a fourth of the ownership. Mm -hmm. And German's going to come in a a tenth the ownership. Don't play the super chalk pitcher. It doesn't work out. What happened with Corbin last night? He didn't. I mean, he ended up okay, actually. Uh, Okay, not great. What happened with Bauer last night? Yeah, No, mostly it's right. At least uh, most of the top pitchers are getting knocked around. Although Bauer actually ended up the game with a pretty decent, at least a decent score, you know? Yeah, Um, well, I mean. If he doesn't give up three, if he doesn't give up just, you know, one of those home runs, he might have had a a much better game. Um, If not for Max Kepler, he might have had a a complete, a no-hitter because he, you know, he went eight innings. Um, Anyway, uh, yeah, you're right. I'm with you on this fading Shocky, expensive pitchers, but the thing—that's the thing that's annoying me with Degrom is like it's not—he's not expensive. <laughs> Bobby, hop in this World Series of Fantasy qualifier. We're gonna do one of those. To end I don't even show. know where that is. Uh, go to baseball. Press the baseball thing up at the top. Okay. Go to and it'll be one of the tournaments. Enter it. I don't see it. I literally don't see anything like that. I don't. It doesn't it's just literally okay, scroll so left or right on the tournaments thing. You see. Oh, okay. Okay, hold on, let me see. Guys, go ahead and join in if you want to. It's a neat-o event if you haven't looked into it. Draft is obviously owned by the same company as FanDuel, so they're kind of merging together their final. So there's going to be a, two separate finals. They've done the same thing before, and it's the same event, though. You essentially get a free ticket to the FanDuel Live Final. Um, I just dropped out my headphones, but you get a ticket to the FanDuel Live Final. 100K in prizes, I believe. And it's a good event. You just got to make it to the end. And then they do an eight-person uh, qualifier uh, semifinals or qualifier finals. Um, so if you get to the end of this tournament, you make it into the qualifier. And you have a chance at, I believe, it's either 40, 60, or 100K. It's a lot of money. It's a good amount of money. And it's a fun event. You get to hang out with all the FanDuel Live Finals. So, yeah, we are going to draft one of these before we get out of here. Devin, sorry if we go over time. I'll do what I want. I'm an adult. Uh, and we've got Britt and Kirk DC, so we're fine. And Kirk, 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 wait, he's he's just going to tell you how to win 100k like he does pretty much every week now. Him and Noto, gosh, those guys have been on fire. They have been on fire. It's nice, nice when nice to watch the good guys win. Yeah, yeah, they are both very, both very kind people. I mean, I can only name like two people in fan in DFS that are nicer than Noto, and those are both maybes. <laughs> they, they can only be maybes how do you get he's a pretty nice guy it's hard, hard to get much nicer than him <clears throat> yeah well i mean we'll 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 give him a, a run for his money <laughs> oh gosh who do i draft here who do i want to draft uh, Cole, it's you know we haven't even really talked about? about him well we did i mean we mentioned that he's that top like you know he's been keeps going one or two in the drafts he's always the first pitcher it's just his price is expensive but he's gonna he's gonna be popular but you should play him anyway I mean, when you get 70 points out of him and Bailey combined, it's not that hard to fit him in. I actually do. I'm just taking a quick, quick look at the updated ownership. Where he's, yeah, he's about where I think think he is. I think I'm going to be ahead of the field, maybe a tiny bit on him or right, right about with, just because I think that the upside is there to, to just massacre the slate. But like, and I don't feel too worried about it, but I think that there's plenty of other ways to go. And I, I like my, you know, I have enough differentiating with my dsp 2s I think we got a couple of questions in here. Should we, should we answer a few of them? Yes, we can answer any questions you like. Favorite first baseman, Bobby, go. My favorite first baseman, I'm mostly spending down across DFS because there's some good guys who I like on the cheaper end. So it's a funny group, but uh, it's going to be a combination of Matt Olson, um, Rowdy Tellez, Justin Smoke, Ryan O'Hearn, 
and Eric Thames. I think that's all of my first basemen. Um, honestly, my list isn't that much different than yours. I'm trying to check out if there is anyone that you left off. Um, I, 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 yeah, Dietrich, did you mention him? Dietrich, I'm using it second, but I think that's, I think that that's, that, that would count. But yeah, um, Guriel uh, is another one who maybe you could play or, or Goodrum, but I think I would, yeah, I think I would, I would consider those guys in stacks, uh, in a stack for Guriel and Goodrum. I don't mind as a one-off. Uh, top, very low owned guy is Dixon. Uh, Pineda is getting up just massive amounts of hard contact to righties, massive amount of fly balls. He's turned into a pretty big reverse splits pitcher because he's changed up his pitching. He's been uh, that way for a little bit now, actually. It, it's getting more extreme. It's getting more yeah, and more extreme. He's, yeah, it's been that way for a while, but like just looking at the way he's mixing up his pitching this year, it's been drastically more extreme and it's going to stay that way. Uh, so Dixon is too cheap. I need to figure out who to draft. Um, Dixon is way too cheap here. And I, yeah, I'm, I'm going to use quite a bit of him. Makes sense. Uh, let's see. Who do I need to round out my, my team with? Got to figure that out. I don't think anyone's going to try and take my guy. I'm just, I'm stacking the Rays. It's, it's that simple. Trying to figure out who to end it with. I think I know. Um, nothing matters too much. I have to figure out my pitcher. And let's see. Neat little function. You can go on the teams thing. I see that, yeah, I'm automatically going to get the pitcher I want. So I'm going Heaney because there's only one guy behind me that needs it and not in front of me so i'm guaranteed to get heaney here boom putting a star next to it that's how you plan things out uh favorite catcher favorite catcher um let me grow to my list real quick well i mean if you can like i i, I do have some gary sanchez lineups in those extreme pay down lineup those extreme pay downs i think that the guy you're, you're just spending that you're just playing danny jansen at least that's what i'm going to be doing um he's i'm playing a lot of blue jays so that doesn't really you know i know he's gonna be popular but the rest of them won't be so uh jansen chirinos grandal those are my main guys yep and all right i can star my player because i see that neither of you have an infielder i am getting diaz i think that's a good call round up my stack yeah why not and dude's got power um goodrum any interest in him yeah i do i, I like goodrum tonight actually all right. Well, asked and answered. We got to get out of here pretty soon. Give me three low-priced bomb calls tonight. Uh, Travis Shaw, um, Rowdy Tellez, and Vladid Guerrero. I think he still counts because he's 3,900 on DK, right? I'll give it to you. I'm taking Matt Olson, Dixon, and Castellanos. Wow, you like these these Tigers. You're going to start. No, I like two Tigers. I like two righty Tigers that hit the ball hard. Um, that's, that's it. That's, that's what I got for you. I think it's time for us to get out of here. We got Kirk and we got Britt in the next show, followed by Pepsi and Dean this afternoon and crunch time. We got Cardi, we got JSU and we got Roth. It's been fun guys. We got to get out of here. Good luck in all your contests tonight. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. See you kids.
Taylor here back in the Fantasy Bar for a big Friday night. I've got five batters for you, all under $20 on Yahoo. A sneaky stack for you and a starting pitcher that gives you elite upside at his lowest price we've seen all season on Yahoo. Who are we rostering tonight? Belly up to the Fantasy Bar and find out. Welcome in, guys. Friday edition Beers Daily Fantasy Six Pack back once again here in the Fantasy Bar for a big Friday night as usual. A lot of games on the schedule. No weather issues, looks like. No Coors Field to deal with. We're going to try to identify some bats that provide some value. Guys, under $20 for you. Let's jump right into it here today. Remember, this is Yahoo pricing, but guys, I still like across the industry. So if you're on FanDuel, you're on DraftKings, I think these guys are playable there as well. But Yahoo pricing for today. Let's start with our leadoff hitter, Kiki Hernandez of the Dodgers, just $10. So always a guy with lefties on the hill. I take notice here, especially at this price point of just $10. And a guy swinging a good stick right now. Three home runs over the last eight games. The numbers always there against left-handed pitching. You see that Woba approaching 400. Nice ISO for him as well. Well over 200. Pomerantz has really struggled with righties. 443. Very big Woba allowed. And a 289 ISO, so also giving up that power. Not a hitter's paradise here, but Hernandez at just $10 in a great matchup with Pomerantz. I will take that discount all day long. Moving on, next play for us on the infield. Third baseman, Vlad Guerrero Jr., just $17. So solid numbers to start his career against righties. 211 ISO, 357 the weighted OBA. The Babbitt under 300, so those numbers could be even better. A little bit unlucky for him. The good news here. Great fastball hitter early on. That's what Kelly loves to throw to right-handed hitters. Uses it about 38% of the time. We're talking a 577 Woba and a 448 ISO for Vlad Guerrero Jr. Obviously a very small sample size, but a guy that can clearly hit the fastball extremely well. And he get the fear gut here as well. Love this spot for Vlad Guerrero Jr. Not only have a big night, but to go deep against Mr. Kelly tonight at just $17. All right, moving on, pick number three to the outfield, Michael Conforto, $17. So Conforto doing what he does, putting up numbers against righties. Woba over 400, very nice number there. Hitting for power as well, 267 ISO, and a nice 9.5% high-value hit rate. It's a number you want to see there, right around 10%. And Mr. Senzatella, not really a big strikeout guy. You see the strikeouts overall. This is 13.7% strikeout rate. We're talking about an XFIP. Over five, just has not been a very good pitcher against lefties. Not good at all. 423 Woba, 213 ISO allowed. I think the Mets going to put some runners on the board, going to score some runs, and not a stack that really jumps off the page. Numbers-wise, team total sitting a little north of four, but I do love them as a stack tonight. I think they're going to be under the radar. A lot of teams to choose from here tonight. The Mets, one of my favorite teams, and I don't think a lot of people are going to go to, but like Michael Conforto in all formats tonight at $17. All right, let's go to first base. More value at just $10. Going to roll with my boy, Joey Votto. We're going to go back to the well on this one. has been swinging a very good stick right now. Six multi-hit games for him over the last nine. All the numbers don't look great against right-handed pitching. Those numbers are going to start to normalize here sooner rather than later. We're starting to see the transformation that Joey Votto we know and well. So we're starting to see that transformation that Joey Votto we know and love starting to hit much better here in Eflin. It's been a struggle against lefties, not only this season, but throughout the course of his career. ISO over 200, Woba approaching 350, and that lethal mix we love. 45% fly ball rate, 38% hard contact rate. I think Joey Votto stays hot here tonight 
we get all that in just ten dollars. All right, back to the outfield here. We'll round out our outfield with Mookie Betts, just nineteen dollars. When I saw this price, I had to jump on it. Now, that was the first indicator. I want some Mookie Betts in my lineup tonight. Under twenty dollars, lowest price we've gotten on him since late April on Yahoo. Solid numbers against righties. Woba over four hundred, two twenty-eight ISO. Been a little bit unlucky against lefties. And why do I bring up lefties? We know Tampa Bay loves to switch things up, use the starters, use that bullpen. They're very, very good bullpen, no doubt. But when I look at some of the prices here on the Red Sox hitters, I think this is another team you can really stack up. Most people don't like to stack against Tampa Bay because of that bullpen. It gives us an advantage. We know baseball, highest variant sport there is. I like these prices on Boston. Love this price on Mookie Betts. Another sneaky stack for you tonight is the Boston Red Sox. Now, let's take a look at my favorite play. But before we do that, guys, who's your favorite play? Who's your beast tonight? Get in the comment section, let us know. And if you're on YouTube, you're enjoying your time here in the Fantasy Bar, very simple. Click that thumbs up button, guys. It really helps us out. I greatly appreciate it. I want to say thank you to everybody for stopping by the Fantasy Bar. Now, before we go, let's take a look at my favorite play. You know I'm asked, the beast of the night. Time have not given you a starting pitcher yet. We're going to go with another buy low here on Yahoo. We're going to roll with Jacob DeGrom, $46. Tonight's beast of the night. And again, across the industry, really like the prices on Jacob DeGrom, but this price on Yahoo really stood out. Why? Lowest price we've seen all season long for Jacob DeGrom. A guy that, yes, he's had some rocky starts, but in five of the last seven, 26 or more Yahoo points. He's been that stud that we expect. Against current Rockies bats, we're talking about a 201 Woba allowed in the BVP department. We're talking about a batting average under 284 at bat sample size. So not a huge sample, but again, a big enough sample where I like this matchup for him. 32.5% strikeout rate against right-handed hitters. Why do we bring that up? Nolan Arenado, Trevor Story. Those are the big bats in this Colorado lineup. I know Grom has not been as good against left-handed hitters and could see a punch of lefties in this matchup here with the Rockies. But if you can neutralize those big bats here tonight, if there's enough strikeouts in that lineup where he can pay this price off very easily, take the discount, love this spot. Jacob DeGrom, easily my favorite play on Yahoo and tonight's beast of the night. All right, guys, that wraps up for Friday and for this week here in the Fantasy Bar. Hope you had a great time here and hope you learned something. Hope we make some money out there on Yahoo and across the Daily Fantasy site. But if you got any questions, comments, feedback, hit that comment section right below the video. You can also reach out and follow me on Twitter at BeermakersFan. For Rotogrinders.com, I am Beer Sansalu. Best of luck here tonight, guys. Have a great weekend. We'll be back next week with more from the Fantasy Bar. Good luck, guys. Hey, thanks for checking out our videos. If you want more expert advice on DraftKings, FanDuel, or any other daily fantasy sports, make sure you check out the current videos playlist.
Uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Yahoo Tournament Show here on Roto Grinders. I'm Britt Devine uh, here with Phil's father, uh, Mr. Chris Kirkwood, aka Kirkbees. Uh, Chris, we haven't done a show in a while. Uh, glad to hear uh, Phil. Uh, Phil's doing pretty good. Yep, back to his old self. So uh, all all is right in the world. Yeah, um, I got my two dogs too. It's always uh, always tough, right? When one of the dogs gets sick because you want to take good care of them. So uh, I'm, I'm glad Phil's doing better for you. Um, got a big slate today. Uh, I do have some things here at Roto Grinders I want to talk to you about. Um, the first thing, uh, I don't know much about horse racing. You apparently are the self-proclaimed Brad Pitt of of what? Suffolk Towns. It was Suffolk a Towns. It was a, it was a joke because this was like years. <laughs> this was years ago. <laughs> um, when I had nothing to do and, uh, I was a, I was a full degenerate for a little while. Cause there's, there's, there is nothing more degenerate than a horse, horse racing telecast simulcast. It's like the live races are, are nice, fun, nice weather. It's, it's, it's an event when you're going there just to watch a TV screen simulcast mm-hmm. and sitting around that room and looking around that room with some of the characters that you're in there with, it's, uh, it's like the OTBs they have uh, here in yeah. New York, right? You're just watching them from all over the country. But anyway, you remember that Seinfeld episode with Kramer when he was, uh, I don't, got, I'm got, sure Dean does, but I, I don't remember. Uh, it was a good one. But. I don't remember specific episodes too much, but uh, guys, what I want you to do here. Even if you know nothing about horse racing, I've got a deal for you here. Is right now in the forums, there are one, two, three, four, maybe like 12 or 15 people who have done this so far. I need you to click the link here and we're giving away. You have a chance to win a year, a full year of Roto Grinders Premium plus swag. And even if you don't finish first in the specific contest we're kind of doing on the forum, is we're giving away second place gets three months of combo premium, third place gets a month of combo premium, fourth and fifth place just get a Roto Grinders T-shirt. This is this is as close as you're ever gonna get to getting a year of Roto Grinders premium for free. And even if you don't do horse racing, you guys need to get over into the forums because the the race is tomorrow. And take a look at, at whatever's going on here at the Belmont. And figure this out on the forum and do some things. This is a great promotion we're running. Uh, it's kind of sponsored by TVG. So if you are looking to kind of do anything on the actual horse uh, race itself, um, we have a, a promotion for that where you deposit 100 and you get $100 in bonus. Um, but on top of that, we're running this forum thing where you can legitimately get a year, a full year of Roto Grinders Premium, and you're only going to be trying to probably compete with 50 to 100 max maybe people depending on how much work dean wants to do on the next show trying to get people into this thing so get into there uh click the link uh, i'll drop it in chat for you one more time i'll talk about it at the end um discuss amongst yourselves go find some strategy site um but you're gonna legit- yeah, i'll give a tip on that there used to, i don't even, and i wish i knew the name but i used there used to be like some like sport uh some handicapper who would uh list the all the races every day with like all of his whatever algorithm picks and uh though that's how i would play so you can find it you can also like you know some of the the gambling websites they all have forums with like horse i'm uh, sure house horse racing touting is very strong out there yeah i mean you can find picks so find some yeah. picks yeah uh, i encourage you to go do it uh participate in the forum post and if you were looking to you know play some real money on it we have a promotion in there too. So uh, check out that link uh, with TVG. Uh, there's a thing in there where I believe it's if you uh, deposit a hundred 
you get $100 worth of bonus. I'm not exactly sure how it works, uh, but if you were looking to bet on it, uh, I encourage you to kind of at least uh, read through the thread on that. Yeah, one. Griff, Griffin29 knows what I'm talking about. I think it was the Wizards. Uh, <laughs> I'm a, you know, poker, horse racing, DFS, sports betting. You know, I, I think DFS is 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 like the, I think it's like the most professional version of all of those, where it's like the least scummy. But like uh, you know, poker's it's it's I think it's I think poker and DFS are very similar. Um, I think there's just by nature of like more the casino brings more uh, yeah. scummy people to the area. But I think that I mean I, there's some I've met a lot of great people in poker, very smart and like incredible like business yeah. all walks of life so like in the same thing with dfs so i, I think they're but both. not in horse racing no i've never not in horse racing <laughs> never. i think it's a dying uh dying sport to be honest with you but uh and i, I have my own views like i mentioned about uh, i'm an animal lover so i i don't like it the treatment of horses but win the free week of our free uh free year, year that's of, like uh, rg it's like 500 and, uh, bucks and uh go get it go get after it yeah, uh, so make sure all you guys go to do that. We would appreciate it. Uh, all right, let's talk some Yahoo Baseball. 14-game slate today, um, and I think it's pretty interesting. There's a there's one game that's going to draw a lot of ownership, maybe not on Yahoo, but on DraftKings. That's the Milwaukee uh, offense over there. On Yahoo, a little bit tougher to get all those guys on here and use some of the good pitching that you want today. Uh, so let's start at pitcher, and – the first thing I guess we'll talk about, there, there's a clear mispricing, at least what I consider a mispricing, on a pitcher on Yahoo today. It's Jacob DeGrom. He's 46 bucks. Uh, Chris, in the $10, or not the, the 10-man $500 on Yahoo today, dude's going to be 100% owned, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, there's always somebody. Most likely. Most likely. Like eight, 70 to 100%. Yeah, uh, you, you oh, look there's at, always somebody who clicks buttons in there, Wayne, like one person usually. It's just, uh, you know, he's been a little bit up and down, uh, struggles a little bit more against lefties than righties, and there will be a good amount of lefties in here today. But he's, you know, on Yahoo, I'd consider him a, you know, a minimum of like a $50 pitcher, specifically at home, specifically against Colorado. He's 46 bucks. There's also enough uh, minimum price or close to minimum price hitters where you can play DeGrom and another expensive pitcher on Yahoo pretty easily today. Do you see anything in his matchup, anything to, to not make him almost like a stone cold lock? And, and I would imagine even in the tournaments on Yahoo, right? Like if you played the rake free, uh, it's kind of like the $3 one they run. You got to jump into it early. Dude's still going to be like 50% owned in that thing. Yeah. So like just a big slate overview when I started like looking at it and making lineups and whatnot um, earlier this morning, I basically said to myself, man, both sites are drunk. Like um, it's just, there's just, this is going to be like the chalkiest 14 game slate that I can remember. Right. Like even on, on DraftKings too, there's like, uh, they did good on, they, uh, they, they eliminated uh, uh, Soroka and, uh, from the uh, who else is uh, high up there? Uh, Lance Lynn, uh, yeah, Kershaw's way up there. Yeah, they eliminate. They made a. They made it uh, pretty easy to eliminate a lot of the the people from uh, player pools. So I guess there's always a game theory aspect. But uh, Yahoo too. Um, like there's just there's just a lot of value bats that have a lot of upside, and there's some pitchers that are too cheap, and some really in really good spots that are just you know these like Cole is just jumps off the page is like the most the best play on the slate no yeah and, and even on uh yahoo you almost always want the be the best pitchers pitching's weighted a little bit more over there and there's always like these seven dollar bats you can jam into yahoo and, and kind of make your team look good but even on 
even on DraftKings today, I don't know. I don't think I've ever spent twelve thousand plus dollars on a pitcher this year, Chris. Uh, I, I'm going to probably do it on DraftKings today because they missed it. They missed the price on Degrom. They missed the price on a couple of bats as well, and it just allows you to jam in the best pitchers, have bats that don't stink, and it's pretty easy overall. Uh, Cole is easily the best pitcher on the slate. Uh, probably the best best pitcher in all the majors this season. Thirty seven percent strikeout rate. Uh, his stuff looks phenomenal. Baltimore is going to strike out a ton. Well, what's not? I mean, Cole and Degrom. These guys are like stone cold locks for me on Yahoo today, specifically in cash and tournaments. You can mess around and get a, a little different, but very, very tough for me to not click these two. Yep, totally agree, and it's really easy to do. Um, yeah, so Cole's price, like if I was going to fade one, it might be Cole at that price, even though they just has such high upside against the Orioles. But, you know, we've seen plenty of bad teams blow up uh, really strong pitchers this season. But like uh, Cheese has been alluding to in his articles every day, you just want strikeouts, strikeouts, strikeouts. That's been my mission all season long. Um, I want strikeouts and home runs. And uh, the, the best path to strikeouts is Cole. And then uh, DeGrom just looks way too cheap because this is the Rockies against I mean, this is outside of cores and DeGrom has looked, he's started to look pretty good. Um, I've watched each of his starts, you know, he's like, look kind of broken all season long, but he's starting to come out of it. They, they pulled him or they didn't pull him early. They actually, they pulled him because of a, they said, uh, he's got a little, uh, cube, a hip or whatever. Yeah. But that it was not like, he was fine. It, um, and he was yelling at, uh, the manager to not take him out. And you know how that's going over there with, uh, Callaway, uh, what's his name? Uh, yeah, you should, I don't understand how he's still in charge over there. Yeah, the pitchers are not too happy with him, and then they and then they the bullpen blew blew the wind for him in the last one. But um, I think he's completely healthy. I hope people think that maybe maybe some people you know will see that and think, oh, I'm not messing with it. But I doubt it. He's just a clear play. Um, so let's talk a couple other guys here. If if you're getting frisky in tournaments on Yahoo, maybe you jumped in the the rake free one. Um, you know, maybe you did something else over there. Uh, we've got Kershaw, who's, you know, he's 52, right? We've got Soroka, who's 50. There's a couple other cheapies on Yahoo I like as well today. So uh, if you were playing in some tournaments, let's say you wanted to fade Cole to get an extra bat in or something like that, where where would you be going uh, for kind of like your next tier of pitchers? Um, next tier of pitchers. So I wrote a, um, some, I mean, so on Yahoo, uh, Soroka is, is priced reasonably. I mean, he's still high end. He's higher than Degrom, but he's not uh, the highest priced pitcher, like on uh, over on drafting. So fifty dollars in a in a really good matchup against the the Marlins in Miami. Now you get that whole little nuance here with the the throwing at each other. Gaussman, you know, was ejected in their last series. Arena threw at uh, Acuna before. It wouldn't be out of this world for one of these guys to do it again. Um, but and there's an extreme hitters ump here if I think um, I think I read that before show, but uh, should be you know and the Marlins haven't been uh, doing some damage lately except for against uh, uh, except Peralta of all people, it's um, mowed him down. But uh, I mean Soroka should have a pretty efficient you know outing here. Did I think he's pitched against them already? Right, correct. Oh, uh, let's see here. Let's look at Soroka um yeah earlier in the season 31 uh yahoo fantasy points that sounds pretty good yep um you know should should be able to put you know he he has some some bit of k upside he definitely 
limits the home runs, only gave up one when Dean uh, guaranteed that he wouldn't to uh, Brandon Crawford. No surprise. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a great ballpark in Miami. Um, so uh, he's a big ground ball guy. So he should have a really efficient outing. So you can play around with him. Um, I think Matt Boyd is getting some love. Man, I'm not messing with this Twins offense no. right now. I'm just not doing it. And uh, if anything, I would gravitate towards the Twins bats. Um, and then also hope to get into that bullpen. You'll, you'll see a Twins bat later on, I can almost guarantee you. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's <laughs> both sites, or all sites, pretty much. Um, Andrew Haney yeah, is, he, kind of the, is the guy that's going to get overlooked. He's only 41 bucks. Uh, has a lot of strikeout upside that, you know, um, higher strikeout upside than we anticipated. But this he's always had good K stuff. And this um, Seattle team – Besides Encarnacion, who's absolutely mashed Haney in the last one, but that was the only bat. But all these guys have just been regressing since the beginning of the season when they started off really hot. Um, Hanniger's banged up a little bit. Uh, there's plenty of strikeouts here in this lineup. You get down to the bottom with like Beckham, Shedlong, Dylan Moore, like those types. Um, you know, so I could see him having a really good game again, even though it's, he just faced them recently. And uh, Kershaw, right? You could add, you can play Kershaw on Yahoo. I mean, yeah, you got a pitcher in San Francisco, and he's starting to starting to pitch really good. Um, not sure he's going to get to the hundred pitches. They seem to kind of always pull him out a little bit uh, too early, in my opinion. But uh, fifty-two bucks, if you wanted to, to not play Cole, it's not out of the realm of possibility. You get the you know mid to high twenties, low thirties out of Kershaw on Yahoo, and Cole maybe falters just a little bit. Although it's really tough to kind of see that happening. You save eight bucks, maybe the the bat you get upgrade hits the home run and you're, you're way, of the, way ahead of the field on something like that. So uh, I can certainly get behind all the guys you mentioned. Uh, I want to talk maybe some, this kind of more goes to DraftKings a little bit, but we have guys like Woodruff. And then uh, I want to even talk about Homer Bailey, the Homer Bailey conundrum on DK today as well, because he's just, he's so cheap and he's certainly not the, the least amount of upside pitcher on the entire slate. Right. Um, like the Cole Homer Bailey, get all the bats that you want lineup looks pretty juicy. And if Homer Bailey comes through, I, I think a lot of, I think Homer Bailey, what I'm trying to get at, it's going to be way over on DK today. Yeah, definitely. And so, and like, and people will still stack the White Sox too. So I'm not sure how to play it, but like when I was making builds over on there, I didn't really find a need to go there. I mean, I guess if you want to stack the Brewers, that's the way to do it. Um, but there's I think there's value bats that can compete with the upside so there's like two clear paths right there's like the high-end pitching with some of these value bats that all have monster upside and then there's like the Homer Bailey path um so those those are the two pretty obvious paths on the other side I think for Yahoo Pineda Pineda is the one guy if you're going super cheap at pitcher there's super cheap risk risk reward is the name of the game with Michael Pineda here yeah um he doesn't look good to me at all. Um, plus, you know, just coming back here, we don't know how long he'll go. I, he's not going to go long anyway. Pretty decent hitting weather. Um, I, it's a good matchup for sure. I, you know, yeah, that's worth a shot, um, especially in some large field GPPs and the, the uh, no management fee GPPs. That's still, is it still, is it full yet? Yeah, those those things fill. So uh, if you do guys do want to play rake free tournaments on Yahoo, right? You can get up to ten 
It's usually a three dollar every day. However, it fills by like noon. They had a good. They had a. They upped it today. Um, they did a fifteen. Um, oh wait, did they? Maybe not. Maybe. No, it was a, it was a six. It was a, like a three dollar this morning. But it fills by noon. It's it's kind of like the best tournament in town. Uh, if you ask me, if you're playing on Yahoo, but everybody knows about it. So if you are playing on Yahoo and you want to play a rake free tournament, who doesn't want to do that? Just make sure you jump in at one of the day. Yep. Um, the Tyler Molly is interesting to me. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm looking to take some bats against Tyler, Tyler, specifically a couple of the lefties here. So yeah, I think uh, you're going to lose with that. I'll, I'll let you talk to me on it. I think, I think he's legit. I've been watching this kid for a long time. I was waiting for him to come up. I big T and I were all over him in the beginning of last season and it didn't quite pan out that well, but we always knew that the talent was there. And I, I think he's a talented pitcher and he looks really strong. Yeah. He's had some problems with lefties. There's only a couple lefty bats to fear, but um, I, you know, there's plenty of K's with Bryce Harper um, from the, you know, with his lefty bat there. And uh, I expect him to rack up a lot of K's in this one. I know the hitting weather and ballpark aren't the most ideal, but you know, he, he pitches at home in Cincy. So uh, I think it's a spot that no one's really going to play um, tonight. And uh, I think there's plenty of upside. Yeah, we got the lineup. One, two, three, four lefties. One's Adam Hastley, so I'm gonna I'm gonna call that a wash down there at the bottom. But Jay Bruce, right? Strikeouts or home run? That's basically Jay Bruce's game. Sort of say the same thing about Bryce Harper, and I believe uh, Hernandez doesn't strike out too much. Um, he's been pretty good against the righties so far this year. So, but yeah, yeah, I, I I understand your point. The Harper, the Jay Bruce, there are some strikeouts, but the the Woba, right? You you go down here huge splits here so if one of them does get a, a hold of it the iso is enormous as well um maybe hope he gives up the solo bomb to, uh, to harper or bruce or something like that i mean i'm not buying this jay bruce right now but uh i don't know what to make of him i mean I mean, he's hot right now that's for sure I mean, he's hot but he's still i mean it's it's a strikeout or it's a home run that's how jay that's what jay bruce has been for like four years yeah uh, he's been trash for a long time but yeah. uh all of a sudden this little uh, trade and resurgence is going, going crazy. Uh, anything else at pitcher? I think it's, I'm not going to veer too far off the known today. I know it's a bigger slate and even in tournaments, uh, I think the DeGrom ownership might be a little high, but I, I think I'm still willing to go with it because he's just priced too low. You can get up to Cole who looks like he could post one of the bigger performances we've seen all season. You talked Heaney's kind of like one of my favorite tournament swerves because there's a lot of strikeout upside, uh, and I, I think his ownership's going to be uh, much lower than it probably should be today. I'm not really – sometimes I'll have a lot of pitchers, and I think my pitcher pool's pretty small today. Yep. Uh, I mean, I'll name it right now. I have my pool written down. It's Cole, DeGrom, Haney, Soroka, Kershaw, Molly, Pineda. Yeah, that's – I mean, I don't know if I'm on Molly, but, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm on board with kind of a, a smaller pitcher-player pool today, uh, and I kind of agree with your thought process on that as well. Uh, let's keep it moving and go to catcher. And catcher on Yahoo, of course I want Yasmani Grandal. Of course I want Gary Sanchez. But I don't have $23 or $21 Yahoo bucks, right, to spend on them. So Yahoo is go down to whatever $7 hitter I can find and click one of these guys today. There's enough of them for me to like. Um, Danny Jansen on DK's the absolute minimum. He fits into a lot of nice lineups over there. There's a couple other uh, $7 guys on, on Yahoo you can mess around with. Uh, there's a couple, maybe up to like $10 guys. 
But I would imagine uh, by the time my cash lineup comes through today, Chris, uh, I'm probably going to have a $7 catch room. Um, yeah, poss- I'm waiting on the uh, the game that I, I kind of want to target for a catcher. It's either a $7 or an $11. You, uh, oh, you want Suzuki or Gomes? Yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah, if Suzuki's in, that's a great price at 11 But I, I want Gomes for sure. I just, wa- I just want a $7 catcher. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't mind paying. It all, it all depends how your lineup shakes out. I mean, there's, there's, of course, yeah. I mean, typically I always punt catcher, depending on it looks up stupidly. I played Garrett's, Gary Sanchez last night, but it really didn't matter because he was 100% owned, basically. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm with you. I'm always looking for, for value value ones. But uh, I'll, I got no problem playing $11 if Suzuki makes that lineup. Yeah, we'll see. Let me see if it's come in here on the washing. Probably not. Not yet, yeah. As it's one of the later ones. But uh, hey, if it pops up during the show, we'll go back to it. And I, I guess catcher will be one spot I'll leave open on this, right? We don't want to get full lineups. But hey, plug in a 7 to $11 catcher, and you'll probably uh, be on kind of the same path that me and Chris will be on tonight. Uh, first base is a little more interesting. You, you know, you can spend some money on first base, but I've spent so much on pitching up here. I'm kind of in uh, Matt Olson and below tier. Uh, I, Matt Olson, if you if you like the bat, the bat really likes Matt Olson. I still don't know if I have enough money to get Matt Olson and all the bats that I want today. So I, I didn't. I'm, I didn't. I didn't look. But does the bat like Pomerantz again? I love uh, it when the bat likes Pomerantz. I have not. That's when up. I. That's when I start because people actually play him. I, I uh, the the minus thirteen. I played Pomerantz that night. Yeah because you like the, 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 the bat told you to yeah i'm not going to do that today um but i, I think there, there's a couple good cheap bats uh Telez is hitting third he's eight bucks i don't mind him you can mess around with vado at 10 bucks so hern uh not the greatest hitter but he's 10 bucks there there's enough to like in this cheap tier where i just don't know if i'm going to pull the trigger and kind of go up into the mid-tier today yeah it's, i mean so that's in tournaments, that's a that's a good strategy in the large field to to find some higher end uh, um, catch. I mean, uh, first base bats. But I'm with you. Um, I mean, Yahoo lineup construction for me. This it's pretty simple. It's best pitchers and look for home runs at every the cheapest home runs I can find at every spot. Right. So uh, Rowdy Telez, if he makes the lineup. He's in there. He's hitting third. Okay, he's hitting third. So that fits that fits the bill uh, nicely. Um, I, I also, if I have the money, I do agree um, that I would go to um, Olson. But uh, I wrote down. So only other one, the high, high end one I really like is uh, Pete Alonso. Mm-hmm. I think he's he's my dong of the day, to be honest with you. And yeah. I think the Mets could actually, even though they typically don't give Degrom a lot of run support, I think tonight they will be. Hopefully, uh, DeGrom is like one of the worst run supported pitchers in the league, it seems like. Year after year after year, they just take the night off. But yeah, I, I like Alonzo. <clears throat> uh, I actually like some of the Mets today as well. I think they could actually put up some runs. Um, just, hey, DeGrom, is he actually going to get the run support? So I like the DeGrom call. But um, I think we both agreed on Telez. It fits our salary of spending up on pitchers. It's going to allow us to get a, a couple of reasonably priced bats elsewhere, uh, I think I'm good putting Telez in here for the people. Yep, uh, go for it. We can, uh, if we have some money later, we can. Uh... Yeah, we'll look to upgrade. Uh, second base, moving on to that. Uh, again, another position I like to save if possible. There's a couple guys, Eric Sogard, there's Jason Kipnis. 
Uh, you can even mess around with Ozzy Albies hitting eighth, but I think I'd probably take one of the, the other guys I just mentioned, hitting a little bit higher up in the order. Where are you specifically looking at second? To me, it's a position, again, where I'm looking to spend down if possible. Um, always. Um, so, uh, I, you know, I'm with you. Kipnis and Sogard I have written down first because they just kind of work. Yep. Um, Sogard's leading off. Is that, I, yep. So that's that looks pretty good. Um, you know, I don't know what to make of Merrill Kelly, except that he's got to get blown up here uh, sooner or later. I mean, maybe the Blue Jays aren't the team to do it, but uh, I certainly would not shy away from some of these lower-priced bats like Sogard. Like I said, I like uh, Vlad. Um, I like uh, tele- I like one through four um, a lot. Um, so um, that can do that on the higher. I think Dozier. So Dozier hit a bomb last night. He's starting to heat up a little bit. Does it every year? Yeah. Um, and he's facing a pretty suspect, not very good lefty, right? Um, and uh, I like the Nats a lot tonight. And uh, Dozier is a bat. You know, he's thirteen dollars. So um, he's someone that I'm. You know, if I want to get a few extra dollars, I could pay with. Um, I've seen a lot of people, you know, you know, cause Michael Chavez has hit the rookie wall on Twitter and whatnot. And uh, this guy is still a high power bat. So he's going to be a high variance player. He's going to hit bombs and he's going to go through rough patches, but you know, he certainly could hit a bomb tonight again. So $13. I, I don't think he's in the lineup. Uh, okay. Then he certainly can't hit. And a pinch hit, Don. He could. Pinch hit. The, the yeah. best way to get leverage on the field is the pinch hit home Yes. Do that. It's find <laughs> as many of those as you can. And then. Um, but, uh, oh, yeah. So um, yeah. Nunez is seven bucks, batting sixth. Eh. Exactly. <laughs> uh, um, I mean, Dietrich is the high end guy at 20 bucks. Yep. Hard to argue against him in that ballpark. Uh, with Eflin's splits against uh, left-handed batters with the way he's been absolutely mashing this season um, with the heading weather. So uh, he's the high-end guy. And then um, the guy who's popping in uh, a lot of the projection models is uh, Lau, right? Uh, yeah, Brandon, I think it's low. Um, I think it's, is it low or Lau? I get him confused. I say low. I say low. Yeah, for the mid-price, I, he's definitely the the play I would make at the I think it's Lau. I don't know. Brandon Lowe, Brandon Lau, either one. Nate, I can't remember Nate. I, I, I rarely play this guy, but he's got power. Um, I'm kind of looking to differentiate from him, but uh, I get the play. Uh, it's in, in Fenway. It's uh, He's you know got great numbers. Porcello doesn't have the best numbers, um, especially against uh, left-handed batters. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I get it. Uh, I wanted to make a correction earlier, and I th- think this is a good correction. Um, if you wanted to bet the, the race we were talking about at the beginning of the contest, uh, I'm going to drop the link again uh, for all you guys. If you didn't show up at the beginning, click the link in chat right now. You can win uh, easily win a, a full year of Roto-Grinders Premium. It deals with the uh, the horse race. What is it? The, the Preakness? Which, which one's this weekend? <laughs> it's Belmont Stakes. The Belmont Stakes. One of, one of those is going on here. So the Belmont Stakes, um, and I just got a email. Uh, the the sign-up bonus change, and I don't know, this is probably the best sign-up bonus you can possibly get, in my opinion. If there was a, a bonus on a horse race, this is it. So if you go on that, we have the free version, right? You kind of play the little game in our forums. But if you want to put some real money down, the sign-up bonus uh, through TVG 
is place a single horse wager, a win wager up to $200. And if you don't win, if your horse doesn't win, you get your money back on it. So it's to me, that sounds like it's a risk-free up to $200 win bet on a horse. That sounds pretty good. So if you were interested in playing the ponies on Saturday, that sounds like a pretty good way uh, to take advantage of it. That's basically my favorite type of upfront deposit bonus. Um, so uh, check that out in the forums. Play our game uh, that we have set up where you kind of got to guess everything. You get points. And we're given, uh, it looks like a pretty easy way to attempt to win uh, Roto-Grinders Premium or some swag. Um, so yeah, and, and don't be one of these nits out there and bet on like the favorite and get your money back or whatever. Go for, I mean, if you're getting your money back, the, that's go, like, you go for the long yeah. shot and you get the most, that's where how you, you, you realize the most equity. So uh, go for the long shots and. Uh, yeah. Sounds uh, that sounds like cash. a good way to way to win um, on that one. So that's a, that's a great bonus offered by them. Uh, all right, let's keep it moving back to baseball. Uh, third base. There's a, some good third baseman. The uh, low, again, I always like to save as much money as possible, both DraftKings and Yahoo. Travis Shaw, a little bit too cheap, uh, going up against rookie Davis. Uh, not very good, not going to be in there too long before you get into a good, you know, but not great bullpen. Uh, Milwaukee has a huge run line. Shaw's ownership on DraftKings is going to be astronomical. We'll talk about this when we get into the tournament portion. But but on it's hard to ignore him on cash games on both sides. He's he's just so mispriced that it allows you to get Cole and Degrom and all the other good bats. It's it's really hard to overlook him. Today. But it's pretty easy to overlook him here on Yahoo, correct? Because we still have some guys in his range that give us some alternate. You know, I mean, well, who's better, Jose Ramirez or Travis Shaw? <laughs> I mean, I, I would. I would like Jose Ramirez better in general, but uh, I, I think he's going to be, he'll be fine by the end of the season. But uh, Manny Machado at 12 bucks, I think is better. I'd rather have Machado who's, you know, struggled somewhat uh, this season, but um, I just have a lot more confidence in his bat. Mm -hmm. I'm not scared of the matchup. I know the splits aren't in his favor, but uh, I mean, this is just a too talented of a hitter in a good spot uh, for 12 bucks. Yeah, Fetty's not very good, and I haven't checked the I haven't checked the Washington bullpen uh, off the top of my head in a while. So let's pull that up on Plate IQ. So uh, once Fetty's gone, uh, you've got a below league average bullpen uh, behind him as well. You know, when the game's relatively close as well. So uh, yeah, Machado at twelve. That actually uh, wasn't really on my radar. I just kind of targeted directly on Travis Shaw, but uh, that, that Machado price is is very tasty. I, I like that call. I'm gonna put him in here. There you go. All right, well, we'll, we'll do that one. If we were spending up, uh, it's obviously Moustakis. He's going to be uh, kind of a key to a lot of people's lineups today. I like him. Devers has uh, been pretty good for the Red Sox. I like him, although the run scoring potential of that lineup without J.D. Martinez obviously takes a hit. But if Devers is getting all the hits himself, it doesn't really matter too much. Mancada um, against Homer Bailey, sound, that sounds like a home run is about to happen tonight. So you can take a look at Mancada. He'll probably be... Uh, much lower owned than everybody else. Uh, do, you, do you have a favorite on the top end? Uh, Moustakis for 22 bucks. Yeah. Uh, my favorite would be Rendon, 25. I mean, no one's going to, it's going to be, it's going to be hard to fit him in. I mean, so if you're like, if you're, if you're not playing Cole, that would be a bat that I would look to spend up on would be, uh, I mean, 
he's amazing. Uh, you, you like the you like the Nationals quite a bit today, right? I like them a lot. Uh, I'm gonna log in. I got something. I'm gonna pull something up on my other screen here today. So that's a, it's the site that the bat uses to get kind of all the the team totals and stuff from. Um, let me see if I can find this. See see what the bat overall likes. It's uh, EV Analytics. I think that's it. Uh, trying to find it here if it likes the uh, the team total. Uh, it does. It does like the Nationals to, to score quite a bit more than their their team total today. So you and uh, and the, some of the inner workings behind the bat will agree with that. That make you happy? It, um, I I trust myself. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for better or worse, if I, if I make up my mind on something, I convince myself. But uh, yeah, it, I mean it's a little more uh, ammo for me. But I mean just I mean just go to plate IQ and just look at these numbers against left-handed pitching, right? Like and look go anywhere. There. Uh, one fourth in WRC plus against left-handers on the season. They're starting to get healthier. They've got you green know, everywhere. I mean, yeah. I mean, look at like, if, if you put it like even just by like 2019, which numbers, which isn't That's a, the default now, um, especially against lefty, it's going to be a very small sample, but look at, man, look at those ISOs all down the, all in a row, row, row. But like Rendon is the clear top one. Uh, Soto is some a guy who can hit left-handed pitching. Kendrick has always been good against lefties. Suzuki, if he makes the lineup, uh, Gomes is still a you know potential home run if he does. Uh, Dozier's starting to heat up. Victor Robles is uh, getting healthier again, and uh, Trey Turner, who's kind of struggled against uh, lefties throughout his career a little bit, but uh, I mean he's still a good play too. So there's like plenty of speed and power in this. Thing. Now the problem is is that uh, the Padres bullpen is is pretty good, um, but I still like the like my like their chances here to go off. So I like a lot. Any of these bats make great like cash or GPP fillers, and uh, you know I think they're that's a way to differentiate. I think they're going to have low ownership too. I'm pulling up Slate IQ again. It's DraftKings specific. Uh, I'm going to let it load up here. And if I remember correctly, I think I was talking to Devin pre-show on this. Uh, Washington is way down there in ownership today. They are the one, two, three, four, fifth lowest owned team on DraftKings today. Uh, currently, uh, according to Slate IQ, does that perk your ears up? You might you might be able to really climb up the leaderboards there. Yeah, um, I like them. Um, it's uh, it's just a tough ballpark, or, or somewhat of a tough ballpark, and uh, you know a little chilly, but. Uh, it it's uh this is a good spot and so low ownership absolutely i mean this team is could definitely do a lot of damage here shortstop uh let's move on to that uh a couple of uh, things we can we can take a look at uh one is i believe oh actually wait a second where how much is dd um Oh, DD sixteen. All right. That's yeah, nice. I looked at that too earlier when I I heard he was going to be coming back. Yeah. I was like, okay, are we going to get DD? He wasn't really bucks? playing. Are we going to get the seven buck DD? You know. Yeah, I was hoping, but I I think on the high end, you know, you got your boy Trey Turner. If you want to play him, that that's looking pretty oh, good against the lefty at sixteen. I skipped uh, somebody a third. I wanted to talk about. What do you got? Um, um, just for thirteen dollars, Josh Donaldson. I mean, Urana gives up a lot of hard contact. Um, this is a going to be a motivated Braves team looking to uh, do some damage just because of this whole rivalry thing that they have going on. And uh, he's starting to heat up. He's been terrible this season as well. But, you know, he's bad in cleanup, correct? Uh, I believe so. Third or cleanup. I mean, yeah, he'll, he'll yeah, be cleanup. one of the – yeah. And uh, I like 
I like him for potential to go off here. Um, you know, especially in the, the Miami bullpen is pretty bad too. Both bullpens in this game, but Soroka should last for a while. But uh, but Donaldson's just another guy that I have written down. It's too cheap that we kind of skipped over. At uh, shorts, what are, what are we doing at short? Because I'm eyeing uh, Trey Turner was interesting. Elvis Andrews at 12, uh, uh, you know, up towards the top of the order against the lefty. That sounds pretty good to me. Uh, Rodriguez has really faltered recently uh, after he had a kind of like a, a couple of good games in a row a long time ago, but um, probably not going to go him. I, I think the guy I'm really eyeing is Elvis Andrews, who's, who's just 12 bucks. Yeah, he let me down big time last night. Um, but uh, yeah, he's the platoon, uh, just too cheap. Uh, great park, great weather. Yep. Uh, just, you know, such a value on, on, yeah. on Yahoo. And, in a, um, Marcus Semyon on the other side, the same game, 11 yep. bucks. What, what would you rather play? Would you rather save the buck and take Semyon, who's on the road, or take Andrews with the uh, splits advantage? Um, Andrews looks uh, to be the better play, but um, they're they're both pretty close to me. Um, a guy I kind of like would be uh, Tatis mm -hmm. um, at 18, if you have the money. Um, I had Trey Turner written down but uh i didn't i did watch that game but i didn't watch trey turner last night and jetty ray who uh i know to be a pretty good player um on uh in some of the sites um that i've seen around a lot has mentioned in chat that uh he has a bad finger so uh, i'll take his word for that i'll do a little digging on that but other than that then he would be a guy i'd be looking at um i'll throw i'm gonna throw in elvis andrews the outfield, there's one guy I'm definitely playing. Uh, Nelson Cruz is nine bucks. Um, I, I know he's going up against a reasonably good pitcher, but Cruz against the lefty for near minimum price. I, I don't care if this is up against Kershaw or up against Chris Sale. I'm probably going to take Nelson Cruz for near minimum price. Yeah, um, I mean, and it's 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 Nelson Cruz against a lefty. It's a tough lefty, but a lefty who does give up fly balls and yeah. some power and you have that bullpen um, waiting there for him to tee off on. So he's just too cheap. He's going to pop in every projection model. Yep. He's going to be extremely popular, but he's a good play. Uh, another guy would be Randall Gritchick. Yep. Uh, nine bucks again. Um, is uh, Delano DeShields is 10 bucks. I think I play Gr Gritchick. You, you know, you want the home runs, right? You're not going to get yeah, those. But you're going to, you're going to get, you're going to get, Delino has good – It's he's not a bad play by any means because you get the stolen base upside. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, you could get lucky. He could pop one. There's a couple $19 guys as well uh, I noticed that are just too cheap. So when you get, like, Mookie Betts, what's he doing down here at uh, $19, right? He's like a $25 player. He's way too cheap here. Uh, he's at home against Tampa Bay. This is too cheap for Mookie Betts. Uh, I know you like Tyler Molly, but Bryce Harper is also 19, and you get those really crazy splits that Molly has working in his advantage. Uh, I think I would play Betts over Harper, but uh, I think it's reasonable to kind of jam both of those in there. You can fit a minimum price catcher in with this this sort of build as well. Um, so something between Cruz, the Shields, Grichuk, Betts, Harper, I think you can make a pretty good outfield between those five. Yep, uh, I got another name for you. What are you too, looking at? Too cheap, uh, Crush Davis. Yep. Um, just take a take a peek on what he does in Texas. 
like if you just game log one. I, I saw a tweet about that today. Is it a crazy? Well, it's, it's, it's this is a guy I play every time in Texas. Like it's I, his old team, right? It, I know the Brewer. I don't even know if it, if they wasn't were. he. I, I have no idea. Texas. He may have. I don't remember. Um, definitely the Brewers. But um, so anyway, every time in Texas, the dude just mashes. Now a lot of these are against uh, lefties in the past, but. Uh, and it's a tough matchup with Lance Lynn against right. You know, he Lance Lynn does have good strikeout stuff against right-handed batters. He's probably a good bet to K a couple of times in this game, but uh, definitely has home run upside here. Um, and I think Lance Lynn is due for a lot of regression. Uh, I'm going to bring up Chris Davis uh, ballpark splits here. You ready for this career ballpark splits? And we'll go to Texas and let's read these what off. Side are you on? Uh, I'm on baseball reference. So. Uh, Let's see, ballparks. We're in Texas. So he has 128 plate appearances, 116 at bats. Uh, guess the home run total. I would say like 17. 16 with 35 RBIs. Uh, lots of doubles, lots of hits, a 328 average, a 1.227 OPS. If you're into the, if you're down with OPS. Uh, so he, I, I think you were onto something with that Texas ballpark. I mean, the dude, he just mashes there. Um, so, uh, I mean, maybe it'll be, uh, tomorrow when he got double dongs, but he's, he's going to be double dong in one of these games. Yeah. The 15 is just a little bit too cheap. He's cheap on DraftKings too. I think he's probably going to be. A little more popular on DK, um, but I think on, on Yahoo, you can kind of mix them in there as well. And also, uh, David Peralta is pretty interesting uh, now that now that he's back uh, going up against uh, a bad righty here today. He's he's 17, so you're not really getting... A, I wouldn't call Matt Marcus Stroman a bad righty. Well, oh, I think he's a pretty decent righty. He's okay. Uh, he just doesn't have high strikeout stuff. Yeah, I don't think you're getting a deal, but if... Peralta against righties is one of the better like splits you can get for a hitter in the league. Uh, I like Peralta quite a bit. Probably not uh, a cash game play, but more of a tournament play there. And I think I like him as a one-off instead of kind of stacking up Arizona, probably for the reasons uh, you just said there. So uh, I think that's going to wrap up kind of showing you who the popular plays are uh, on Yahoo today. I want to talk. Uh, some... Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Well, no, what were you going to say? No, I mean, are we, are we, what are, I think I was going to cut you off. So just go ahead. All right. So let's talk yeah. some, let's talk some tournament strategy, basically everywhere on the industry. We can relate it to Yahoo. We can basically do it do anywhere. So let's first talk about maybe the Milwaukee ownership, maybe not on Yahoo because the prices on them are pretty high. It's tough to get a full Milwaukee stack across the board. If I plug in, uh, let's see here, Let, let's kind of do this. Stockis, Grandal, Yelich. Yeah, or Shaw. Um, I mean, maybe Gamble will make the lineup. I doubt it, but uh, Kane. We'll throw Thames in there. Um, so, you're right, you're, you're just running low on money if you play Moustakas. If you play Shaw, you can kind of make it work. But on DraftKings, because Shaw's just so mispriced, plus the fact that DeGrom is underpriced, plus the fact we have this Homer Bailey conundrum on DK today, like the, the algorithms are just going to jam in Homer Bailey it's going to jam in Milwaukee in tournaments. It's going to give you Cole. It's going to give you DeGrom. Their ownership on Slate IQ looks pretty high compared to everybody else. Um, they still have a, a slight positive leverage, though, because, you know, their run total is so high. 
Uh, how, how are we going to handle Milwaukee throughout the industry? Um, I mean, I like them. There's nothing not to like, right? I think, uh, I think this pitching uh, Pittsburgh pitching staff is just horrendous. There's something fundamentally wrong with either the pitching coach, the catcher. It's been this way for years. And they, they screw up so much talent, right? Like people that look, looks down, they're just, they become certified losers once they, they uh, take the mound over there. Um, I mean, this is a great spot. I mean, rookie Davis will probably be the outlier and like somehow throw a gem today, but like they should go absolutely bananas. So you have to like them. I do like them. I just, I don't know. So it's tough, right? There's a lot of game theory aspect to this slate because like high end pitching, I love, I love the high end guys and I love a lot of the, the value bats that we can get. I think they have just as much upside as a lot of these other bats, but the the thing is, is is ownership. How's that going to all play out here? So I mean, there's a few different paths to go. So I do like, there's nothing wrong to say. I, I like them. I, I think they'll be less owned than, I mean, there a lot of their ownership is going to come with like Homer Bailey lineups on DraftKings and mm-hmm. with, with like um, Pineda. Yeah. Or, right? or like Pineda and yeah. Woodruff lineups. Yeah. Uh, not, I mean, not even Woodruff on, uh, on Yahoo, but like, it's going to have to be like Molly uh, Pineda um it's going to have to be like one of those guys really to make it work. But uh, so there's a lot of room for blow up there. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I like the brewers. Maybe they're just going to be a little bit highly owned. I'll tell you if you're on DraftKings, maybe don't use Shaw in your brewer stack. It's going to stink because that's how you get the salary to kind of make everything else. But you, almost every algorithm based Brewers lineup, I is I think is probably going to end up with with uh, with Shaw in there today, correct? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, so just to, if you're hand clicking, it's tough, but maybe don't click the the Travis Shaw in there and, and try to use a couple cheaper bats or downgrade. Try to throw uh, Machado in there instead. Yeah, do 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 something like that instead of using Shaw. Uh, a couple other games that have some high totals. We've got the Texas game. It's basically split down the middle here. So is is Lance Lynn as good as his last couple of starts? No. But, you know, Lance Lynn's not a horrible pitcher. He's always been good against righties. And they're going to be chucking out quite a few righties here today. Uh, I'm not going to pay up for Lance Lynn. I think that's a little preposterous, his price in Texas today. But which side of offense, if you got to choose one, would you rather have in Texas? Uh, the A's. Uh... I think Lance Lynn regression is totally coming. I get it. Like this may not be the, the start because of his effectiveness against right-handed batters and the A's being a primarily right-handed lineup. However, I still, I think the regression is coming period. It's 87 degrees. It's pretty humid. It's a good ballpark. Um, this A's power is nothing, you know, they can get on, get on teams in a hurry here. And I, I just, I just have a feeling they're going to go off tonight. Uh, the Rockies lineups out. I think it looks pretty much as expected. Uh, you know, is, is Black is because there was rumors that Blackman's Black. not in now. It's yeah. Tapia, Story, Dahl, Arenado, Murphy, Desmond, Rogers, Walter, Senzatella. The bottom of that lineup's pretty trash. I mean, if he can get through the top four, I mean, it's Jacob Degrom, right? You're going to expect him to be able to mow down even the best hitters in all of the league here today. Um, nothing in that lineup is going to make me not play Jacob Degrom today. Is is kind of what I'm getting at. Um, we're also on offense. We've got Boston without JD Martinez. It's, 
you know, when you take away one of the, the top 10 hitters in the league out of an offense, usually you don't see team totals that still hover above five, but they're at home against Tampa. Think they hit, think they hit that team total today? Um, Trinos is pretty effective. Uh, yeah, I think, th- I think they score some runs tonight, right? Like, uh, I think they, 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 they go over that team total. What else are we looking at? What are we looking at for some under the radar stat? You mentioned the nationals already. The Mets. So maybe, the Mets. All right. Let's talk about the Mets. And then, um, maybe the people who missed your nationals talk, will kind of, uh, kind of circle back to that. Mets and Nets. So, so the Nets are like people just don't want to play the Mets, and I get it. Like they're they've just they have been a disaster this year in general. But Sensatella is bad, right? This is a guy that is so hittable. There is a bunch of power bats here. You know, um, a lot of these guys could definitely you know homer. Let's look at Sensatella's numbers. So he's against lefties, eight point three percent value hit percentage. Um, uh, 213 ISO, 423 WOBA. Granted, uh, some of that is going to be cores related for sure. But like Conforto makes for like an awesome home run play tonight. Pete Alonzo, I think, is definitely getting a hold of one. Um, McNeil's decent bat. Um, I didn't check. I got to check the final one up here. Um, I mean, Ramos is too overpriced, but like even Todd Frazier. Um, Rosario. I mean, there's home runs here, right? Mm-hmm. It's a tough ballpark for sure, but there's home runs here. Yeah, they uh, and if you're playing, maybe not so much on Yahoo, but uh, on DK, the Mets certainly on the lower end of the ownership scale today. Bottom half for sure. Uh, 18% total ownership, a, a small positive leverage. Now, don't forget if you are using Slate IQ, you will want to update it probably a little bit closer to lock, uh, you know, the 6 to 615 range. Uh, it's typically when the, the final adjustment comes in on it uh, and the, the leverage can kind of have some wild, you know, if the Mets got 10% more ownership, they're probably going to become negative leverage. Um, but if you ever use this to kind of get a, a view of who's going to be chalky, should I be using the chalky stacks? Um, you know, Slate IQ for the premium members is, is probably the, the best tool out there to, to try to get a look back at the, uh, the history of contests on slates and teams with high totals that factors all that in. Uh, a really cool tool we put together here, and something I'll be. I'm hand making a couple of teams tonight. Uh, I, I don't think I'm going to have a Milwaukee stack. They're just going to be too highly owned on the big slate. I'll, I'll probably go to something in the mid tier. Haven't made my full decisions on that yet. Uh, I want you to circle back to your Nats love. You've talked about them in multiple positions. Uh, maybe some people missed that earlier in here. It seems like you're going to be very heavily overweight on on several of the Nationals. Um, well, I want to be. We'll see how I end up being. Um, you know, I haven't built the, all the lineups yet, but like, I just the lineups getting healthier. They mash left-handed pitching. This is a left-hander who's extremely hittable, um, uh, low strikeout guy. You know, ten percent K percentage to left-handed batters this season. I mean, Rendon is just such an elite hitter, especially against left-handed pitching, that he's just such a good good home run call unless they completely pitch around him but it's so hard to because there's Soto there's Howie Kendrick a lot of these guys are all really solid hitters against left-handed pitching um just go look at the plate IQ numbers look at the isos um and uh you should you'll come to the same conclusion pretty easily uh, I've asked for QQs Devin must have been copy paste he, like he had the copy paste tool ready to go so we got about 400 QQs from Devin uh from YouTube and guys if you are watching on YouTube 
Don't forget, click the like, click the subscribe, click the alerts if you want to get notified every time we go live. It helps us out behind the scenes to, to let us know, hey, we got people on YouTube. It helps us out over there. So, you know, click all the buttons, makes the suits. It may, uh, what is it, Be Better Collective? It makes them happy too if you click all of those things. So, yeah, just click everything, make every make everybody happy over on YouTube. So, um, uh, so I see that he left out the, I, I have YouTube chat pulled up. I see that he left out Isaac's comments who, LOL, Cruz won't be highly owned. Nice call, LOL. <laughs> Cruz uh, is going to. Ice it, man. Let me know. Tell me the ownership percentage. I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you that every model projection system is spitting out uh, Nelson Cruz in optimal lineups. So therefore, uh, most players who play uh, high volume on Yahoo use those projection systems. Um, different pe uh, different players use different ones, yeah. um, and uh, they're all going to be on Cruz. So especially on yahoo that nine dollar price tag is ridiculous uh all right let's get some of the youtube qqs if you guys have any chat throw them into the rotor grinders chat as well and also if you want to bet the ponies uh and get a year of rotor grinders premium for free click the contest link i've posted in rotor grinders chat and it will direct you to a page with the rules and there's a, there's a bonus if you want to put some real money down on tvg uh so so go check all that out you're, you're probably your best chance to ever win a free year of Roto Grinders Premium is by clicking that link and following the instructions. I can almost guarantee that. Um, Porcello, we didn't talk about him too much today, and I think for good reason. Uh, the Rays' offense is pretty good. Porcello's not that great. Not a lot of strikeouts. I don't. If anything, I'm, I'm taking the Rays' offense for sure before I'm clicking on Porcello. Um, Porcello's a guy I've been playing, um, especially in like some high stakes stuff on some of the other sites is I've kind of been uh, pro Porcello to have positive regression as this season goes on. I think that um, his numbers are overinflated um, for what they're going to end up being by the end of the season once it all shakes out. Um, so he's a guy that I'm looking to play when I can. And I, I typically reserve it for more for slates where I have, you know, less available options and I, I kind of have to yeah. dig a little deeper. So he's probably a guy I won't be playing tonight, but I'm not looking to typically attack him either. And maybe that's a mistake, but um, that's something that I, I would play the raise before I played Porcello. Uh, here's one. I always like the strategy questions. Uh, this is from Rotogrinders chat here. When making entries for a three max, do you use the same pitcher on FanDuel or different pitcher combos for all three um, or, or mix it up. So I, I think when I make a three max, at, I'll, I'll typically make three different team stacks for my bats. And the most I'll use a pitcher is probably two of the three uh, lineups, if that makes any sense. Do you have any, I know you'll, you'll make one or two kind of bigger tournament teams and put it in a lot of different things. How do you handle it? Yeah, I'm like, I, I, I get, I sell my, so I understand the concept of spreading out and spreading out your risk and, you know, and having a better chance to hit um, GPPs with more entries and combinations and whatnot. But the way that I play, just the style of play is I get pretty sold on certain plays and I just accept the short-term variance and it, it is what it is, but I go pretty heavy. Um, but I will usually do like two or three lineups and I usually mix it up. Sometimes I end up playing the exact same bats with just different pitcher combos. Mm -hmm. If um, I feel very strongly and vice versa, sometimes I'll just go all in on my pitchers cause I'll feel very strongly. And then, you know, and 
probably to place my different favorite bats around them and differently and like that. But I mean, the the right way is probably to say that you know you should you should make them all different, correct? Yeah, I don't think they're. I don't think your way's right. I don't know if my way's right. I just don't think either way's wrong. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so I, I think there's a. This w- money is right. You know, no. Yeah, there, there's a wide variety to play. Um, I would tell you to probably not play all chalk in a three max uh if we're talking ownership it gets a little bit more congregated yeah but then it's then you want to be overweight on the field if you really believe in that chalk you know yeah there's all different just um the ownership definitely gets here's this is what i've been doing so okay i used to make a killing on when the three max contests started when everybody was inserting their cash lineups oh yeah and so I was like the only like so I would take like two hundred man contests and I would be like one of the few people stacking and I would make three different stacks and I would like win like every night right and then then the game changed and everyone you know there's always stacks and all of these contests now but the thing that people aren't doing that so what I've been doing this season is that um, I've been doing you know strikeouts and home runs it's like pretty basic so I've been trying to build like cash lineups on steroids I call them because. I just want a home run from every position. If it's an organic stack that just, I like all the plays naturally, I let it come organically. If not, I don't care. I just want to look at my lineup and say home run, home run, home run, home run, and then hope some of these guys hit bombs. Right. And then uh, that's the way I've been playing. So I feel like I I've been stacking less this season. I'm trying to go like opposite of where the, mm-hmm. what the people. Well, are. it's the, the salaries uh, the, there's oh you always got to adjust, right? Cause the salaries yeah. are tougher. So it makes it a little tougher to stack too. So, yeah. Uh, I think Kirkty's dropping some good knowledge there for you guys. Uh, a little bit of strategy. I always love talking strategy more than play uh, Matt Olson or something like that. The strategy part uh, is always a little bit more interesting to me. Uh, a couple more QQs we'll get on out of here. Uh, this will be our final one. Let's see here. Let me find a good one. Um, D, so this is DraftKings Cash. Uh, Tellas, we talked Tellas. I think that's a play on Yahoo as well. Trout. Uh, tell us in Trout or Olsen and Harper. Um, I'm going to say tell us in Trout. I would say neither one of those are wrong for a cash game. How about that? <laughs> Man, I didn't play Trout last night. And uh, I was so – I was like, why is Fires challenging him? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and it was just crushed, just smoked. It's so frustrating when you don't play tr- – it's such a – hard sweat when you play when, trout, when you them. have to when you know trout is the one guy that can hurt you right yeah. here and you you have to watch him pull you know zoom in on his at bat and watch what's happening it's such, it's such and then a when sweat. you play him and he gets like two he strikes out or he strikes it, out oh it's so annoying when you spend that type of money but anyway guys we got to get out of here again if you want to play the ponies this weekend if you want a chance to win roto grinders premium for a year a year of roto grinders premium this will be your best chance to ever win a year of Roto-Grinders Premium, I can guarantee you, click the link in the Roto-Grinders chat, follow the instructions. You got to do something with the, the ponies on Saturday, but yeah, you'll be able to have a chance to do something like that um, and, and have a pretty good chance of, of winning either some Roto-Grinders t-shirts or first place uh, is a full year of Roto-Grinders Premium, which is, is pretty expensive. You know what? Another positive is you might end up uh, with a addiction to horse horse racing yeah that's not and, uh, you start hitting you know, what's, you'll what's have the, so no. much no so much fun hitting the, the theater or whatever the the best thing about roto grinders premium let's pat yourself on the back here 
is you get Chris's NBA CVRs, right? Oh yes, so, <laughs> number one, both sites. I hate. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I I'll I'll do it for I'm, you. No, I'm uh, I, I'm gonna say I, I'm a fraud. So it's it's uh, don't don't put any weight into that. I'll do it for you. Anyway, we got to get on out of here. Uh, thanks to all you for watching. Thanks to Yahoo for sponsoring the site. If you want to play along against me or Chris, not sure why you'd want to, but jump in all the Yahoo games tonight, and uh, we'll see you in there. Thanks for watching, everybody. Uh, we out ya. this build like i don't know if there's a clear the only problem with building one team like this i think it's more of a script team like you build 20 and you just shuffle them because there's not a clear-cut mvp going this way whereas if you play curry or Kawhi, it's just they're clear you're putting them in the top spot or you're doing it wrong really so i think it's draymond i want it to be a golden state guy and i think draymond makes the most or boogie like no one no one is going to play Boogie in the MVP. Like, he's going to be less than 1% owned in the MVP. Like, literally. And I know it's out there, but Draymond's probably a better play for one. I think for this build, Draymond in the MVP makes a lot of sense. I, th- I think I think we do that, and then we kind of work with – it's like you said, steals and blocks. I mean, that's got to put guys like Siakam, uh, Serge Ibaka, if we get down to the low – low end like those are big deals like on FanDuel especially you know that's that's something we got to take into account as we finish this build